Podcasts, Unrestricted Paranormal, and the I Want to Believe Paranormal Show are brought to you and sponsored exclusively by The Henderson Castle, HendersonCastle.com, 1895 Bed and Breakfast in downtown Kalamazoo. Please go to HendersonCastle.com. Also, you've had the rest, drink the best. Gun Barrel Coffee, GunBarrelCoffee.com. Any opinions or comments expressed by guests on these programs are not necessarily those of the show host or the network. It is prohibited for any recording or sharing of these podcasts without written permission of the podcast network and or its associates. Live. Hey everybody, welcome to the I Want to Believe show. I am your host, Dan Allred of the Southern Michigan Paranormals. With me as always is Elmer the Boss Man Boster. And uh, Elmer, how you been? 
doing all right. You know, I ain't got a you know sexy room like you do, but you know, whatever. But you know, it, it is it, what it is. When when you hit fifty nine, you you got to use every trick in the when book. You, is that every when you can't come down? I mean, it's, when you it hit sixty nine, that's when you can't come out. Sixty nine. Remember that, Brian? What I'm sad about is you, you can't see Frank back there. That's the sad part. But he used oh, to that's glow. really kinky. He used to glow in the dark, but it's it's a whole new thing. Actually, you, you're actually wrong. It's the monster. The creature did not have a name. Okay, Frankenstein was the doctor. It's not Frankenstein. Right. It's just a skeleton. I'm named Frank. Oh, okay. Just to so, make it even more weird and creepy. So yeah, <laughs> we got to guess. I don't even know where this conversation is going. <laughs> Where's this going? Where's what's happening? <laughs> we've got we got Brian J. Yeah, Jay Laverty with us tonight, and thanks for being with us, Brian. And Thank you for uh, having me. I. I subsequently met you kind of through another individual we were doing a a show and it, yes. it was quite the show it was everywhere yeah um, it was um i think who was your co-host at that i think that it was time? drew i think drew uh ellsworth mcrae was yeah on yeah i think so i think so he didn't think he was he was a strong silent type well you know <laughs> i get going it's it's a thing and as i said i'll reel it in tonight but welcome we're happy to have you here with us. And, Thank you. Um, I've seen you. You've been part of a lot of stuff. First of all, you're from Canada, which I love yes. my Canadian brothers and sisters. Thank you. Uh, big time. Um, you were a big guy. I think at that uh, when I was on your when I was a uh, when I was watching your show, I think you were talking about the truckers up here in uh, yeah. Canada. I'm a big supporter. You know this mandate yeah. stuff. I'm on that side. Uh, a lot of people probably hate me because of it, but it's like list. We don't. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a, it's a thing. Mm. It's a whole nother show. But uh, yeah. I support what they're doing. We have our guys down here, which barely got any attention because of all the other distracting things our media likes to play with. But um, it is what it is. Which and, one? Yeah. Well, yeah. Which name one? It. Dick. Yeah. Well, you know, World War Three kind of looms over the horizon, so that's kind of a thing that you might want to pay attention to because mm -hmm. all it takes is one idiot and something that goes left. Man, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're out there, but um. We're here to talk about Brian and what he's done, and I listened to a few podcasts that that you have done, sir. And I'm going to probably throw out the same question because your childhood sounded a lot like mine. Okay. So I asked first off before we talk about hunt phobia and and uh, you know all the the paraflix and all this other stuff. When you were little, what happened to you that kind of directed you? towards paranormal and maybe getting interested in the paranormal uh i guess it was i guess it was probably i i would i i always say it was around eight or nine years old mm -hmm. where i started seeing things other kids weren't seeing and obviously i'd point that out and whether it was family or whether it was kids and stuff like that they would always say i don't know what you're saying but there's nothing there so i guess i knew i was a little bit different at that age and and I, you know, as I got a little bit, as my abilities um, were obviously there. Um, so it was, uh, I had a friend, his grandmother passed away. So I went down there about three weeks after his grandmother passed away. And we were sitting downstairs in his bedroom. And all of a sudden, I felt like there was a hand that went onto my wrist. And then there was like a head that was leaning against my shoulder. And it lasted for about 30 seconds, and then it was gone. It disappeared. But during that time uh, when it was happening, and, you know, I know a lot of paranormal investigators out there, when they get touched, they usually say it was a cold feeling. Well, this was actually a very warm feeling. It was a very 
almost like a very loving feeling. But during that 30 seconds, I looked over to my, my, my right. And I said, dude, there's first, there's something touching me. And he thought I was crazy. And then I looked over and there was actually an indent in the bed that uh, like somebody was sitting beside me. And I told him there's somebody sitting, sitting beside me. And the, the, I don't want to say funny thing, but the whole, the, the weird thing about all of this, when his grandmother was alive, she used to do that to me. So we figured it was his grandmother and she was basically saying goodbye. And it lasted for about 30 seconds and then it was gone. Oh. And so as I got, as I got a little bit older, um, obviously I knew what I could do, what I couldn't do. Um, I always tell people that my abilities are a little bit different from other people. Um, I can't see them or I can see them. I can't see their facial features and I can't hear them. So when I see something, it's like when I see like a, a spirit, it's like a black, it's like a black mass, like a big black mass. And I could tell if it's a female or male by gut. Yeah. If it's something on the negative side, um, and I'll be honest, I don't like to use demonic very often because I think it's overdone and overused. I agree. Yeah. And uh, if it's something demonic, um, it's usually a translucent black smoke that moves around a room very, very slowly. And in my lifetime, I've seen, I've seen five. So they're very rare. They're not like on YouTube where they happen every single week. And, uh, uh, they're very rare. So I, I tend not to use the demonic, uh, side of things. I, it, it almost use... sounds, it almost sounds like you're reading from my script. <laughs> it sounds very familiar man yeah so i i tend to use the more negative or they're pissed off right right you know yeah. so I, i'm in the same boat I, yeah we sound like very 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 kindred individuals uh mm, mm. it's the way i see them too you know I, I was tired of hearing everybody rant rave about you know the good bad and the ugly as far as shadow people go yeah and it's like all based on a lot of hearsay a lot of different stories and you know Things pick up steam and, you know, if you were to go back into real reports and, and, and certain people that you would res respect in the industry who've written books for many mm. years, not just the last five or 10, um, you know, it, I'm with you on that too. Same with the D word. I, it gets thrown around all the time. Yeah. I don't yeah. like that word. And, and where, what you said about exorcisms, I, I've often made jokes at my lectures that, you know, I met groups and people i still run across these folks that they're doing them every other weekend and i like you with a smile i'm kind of sitting back like no no you're not you're, you're not doing that every other weekend that's that's a rare thing that happens yeah yeah so, Ian, what are you gonna to do i hate to argue with you but i had an exorcism last week in the mcdonald's bathroom no i okay. bet you did a I, bet you did. Upon, okay? I bet you did. Wow. <laughs> I was not expecting that and when he started that. What time, what time is it? It's 8.04, and we've taken a left turn already. Be prepared wow. for the show, Brian. Be that prepared. has thrown me for a complete loop, I have to be honest. Yeah, you come on the show, it's like he's going to be all serious, and then this, this shit goes left. So okay. Yeah. No pun intended, right? No pun intended, right? Oh, oh. Yes. yes. But, no pun know, intended. You know, it's funny. It's uh, well, it's not funny, but uh, as I got older, as I got older and got really more in, 
you know, more to find out who I was and what I did and stuff like that. And, but I was always a, usually a huge fan of it. Um, I always thought growing up, I'd like to get more involved in it, like the paranormal side, right. like paranormal investigating and stuff like that. But I'll be honest at that time, Canada, Canada's, Canada's not as big into the paranormal as like, let's say the States and the, and the UK. Um, it's we've had some shows here and there on paranormal, but nothing, nothing like you guys in the States and nothing like the UK, you know? And so I always thought about getting into paranormal investigating. And it was about 10 years ago where I knew a guy that knew some people that had a local group here in, in, uh, in the GTA area. And so I went out and joined them and, uh, to, to find out what it was like. And that, you know, I was thrown right into the fire on my very, very first investigation. And again, I don't like to use the whole demonic thing, but these people in this house were experiencing some pretty crazy things, knives being thrown, things being thrown in the kitchen. Oh, Lord, yeah. Knives are not good. You know, and toys being thrown, stuff being moved. So I was walking in, and as soon as I walked up to the doorstep, I knew what I was going to be encountering. And there it was when I walked into the, the house. It was, you know, to the left of me, and it was floating in the family room like it was owning the room. And it, it uh, for my very first investigation, it was, it was extremely, and I don't like them. When I see them, I don't like them. And I don't want to be in the area. I don't know how some of these people want to stay and and you know and you know have anything to do with it. And especially if you can see them, I don't know why anybody would want to stay. I don't want to stay. Yeah. And I, I, had to I fight. know what they can do. Yeah, I had to fight through that too. I, I've only seen a couple of things I like you that I would tell people it was a dark entity. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to use the D word and mm. I didn't leave, but at the same time, you know, it was a different feeling for me because, you know, when I was little and I'd see things like you did, you know, mm. uh, very openly, um, it was like a butterfly feeling quite often, but then I mm. wanted to see more because that, that drive to discover what this is and what's going on was pushing me forward, even when I was little, but I'm mm. with you on the whole dark thing you know i mean yeah well you know it's crazy. obviously you had a different kind of family than i did because my family were very against it yeah. and they thought anybody that could see them were crazy right. so i kept my abilities very very quiet for a very long time i didn't tell anybody until and even on my first investigation they didn't even know what i could do yeah. and i could see it right away and and i always tell this part of the investigation it was about 20 minutes into the investigation and I turned to one of the investigators and I asked him, how long do we stay here? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want to stay any more than time I needed to. Go. to. Yeah. Time and, it, you know, they went back like two or three times, but I knew exactly what they were encountering and I wanted nothing to do with it. And, and uh, from what I understand, the family ended up moving anyways. So I don't know whatever happened to the house. Uh, they tried everything to yeah. get rid of this. And um, again, I'm on the, f and I know some people don't like when I say this, but I'm on the fence when it comes to people coming in like priests and trying to 
get rid of them and stuff like that. I'm nope. just not a Speak huge mind. believer safe, in that. You're safe here. I, I'm very vocal about that. Yeah. yeah. I, it took it took years, you know, Brian, for me to I went through a slew of people who even became friends um, mm. with so-called gifts or we're going to do yeah. this thing or, you know, I, I'm ordained minister because I bought a thing online. You know, these, these types of people. Um, yeah. And I got one online, you know, but mm. I was the same way. I'm just like I'm very leery. And at the same time, it took a lot of let down for me to find the right people and people that I trusted that people that did what they say they were going to do and had the credentials to do it. Mm. You know, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I speak I your know. mind. I just, yeah. You know, yeah I don't know. I just, you know, I have a lot of, I don't want to say opinions, but I, I definitely had a lot of doubts because obviously being in this field for, you know, over, you know, over 10 years and having the abilities that I, that I have, but I just question a lot of things a lot of people do. And I do too. I do too. You know, and I find I, that today, and I don't know why, and I don't know why I'm saying this now, but I just find that people make it so bloody complicated on investigations and they bring out these like mounds and mounds of equipment. And yeah. it's like, dude, all you need is a voice recorder and a camera. Amen. Preach it, brother. <laughs> Amen. Preach it. That's what I tell folks. Uh, I mean, Elmer's, we've done the shows together. Elmer, have I not said that to people? Elmer, Elmer has said that to people before. It's like they go out and buy all the TV stuff. And I'm like, what are you wearing a, a spaghetti calendar and a, and a uh, you know, and a grocery scanner? Where, where are you buying this yeah. stuff? No, my favorite thing is watching people go into the TNT area in Point Pleasant with like, movie style cameras and shit and just going after the mothman that hasn't been seen since 1967 but they're going to catch mm. something probably oh. what they're going to catch is a cold or herpes one this whatever <laughs> but still why would they you know herpes? It, i don't know where you're at with that okay <laughs> you don't want to know you do not want to know and that water virginia okay all right oh my god uh, oh my god yeah but it's like ridiculous like you see these people with all this equipment and yeah. stuff and it's like you know if I saw if I was a ghost and I would see that, I would just laugh at you for like 20 minutes and just walk off and look at you like you're stupid and just go on because honestly, it's just retarded. I'm sorry, yeah. but well, you yeah, know, yeah. I, and I understand, I understand that people use all these, and sometimes you have to because in your videos and stuff like that, people want to see that stuff, right? You know, right. they do. And yeah, if I you're just going to sit with a camera and a video recorder your whole video, then you know people are going to tune out within four minutes. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, there's, so there's, there's I, entertainment value. I guess. Yeah, and right. there's definitely entertainment there, but you know, I just I, lately it's just like people making this and people making that, and it's like it's like I, there's this. I, I'm not going to get into names, but it's it's like a it's like a black box, and it's got two little wires that come out of it. And you turn it on, and it does this wave thing, this shock thing, and it's supposed to send out waves or something. It's called the arc or something like that, and it sends out waves, and it's going to help the spirits come forward and talk. What? Yeah, <laughs> what? yeah and it's the same thing with yeah. I, I, we could do a whole show. We should do a oh. show on that together, brother. Because it's yeah. Listen, I'm the same way. You know, we I'm working with a group of guys who are using all these things. 
Yeah. And they brought me on to be the mentor because, you know, 17 yeah. years with my group. And I, if you were to add up with me before doing stuff, about 20 years been doing this. Yeah. So the goofy part is, you know, I fell for some of it too early on, as a lot of mm. us did, because we didn't know any better. But then yeah. I started looking at the science behind some of the, these devices <laughs> and I would question and I would get in these huge arguments with my vice president, Deb, in my group. Yeah. And uh, I would tell her, listen, Deb. You know, when when the Ovilist first came out, she was all over it. And I'm like, listen, it's only programmed with 150 words, 160 words in its computer to design, to put out random words. It's a randomized mm. circuit in there, okay? No. The other part is, too, Deb, nobody here knows what frequency, when they talk to us on, would, would go to what word. Nobody has ever figured that out. They still So it's, it's a gimmick. They think it's yeah. doing something. And if you're to believe... If listen to me, folks out here, if you're to believe that uh, any of the science goes out the window or that they're the, the spirits are able to manipulate electronics, which I've seen them do it, but not to that extent where the phone apps are being used constantly and other things of that nature. And so I didn't mean to get off on a thing, Brian, but it's oh, just, no, 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 no. I'm glad I'm, you try, I'm trying to mentor my group that I'm working <laughs> yeah. with. It's like, guys, every time I turn around, you guys are using a phone app and I want to punch <laughs> everybody in the head. Yeah. Stop using those yeah. for the love of yeah. God. Yeah, you know what? I'm. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm a huge. I'm a huge, huge fan, uh, because I've gotten some incredible, incredible responses. The SB7. Uh, the SB7 is my um, go-to. I love it. I don't like the SB11. I like the SB7. I prefer that, but I, I guess yeah, I, know, I know why too, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I know I have some incredible responses. And if I, uh, if I, if you saw some of the videos with the SB seven, like for example, I was at a place called the streaming tunnel and I was about 200 yards away from it. And there's long story short, the, the, the story of this tunnel being a girl being killed. And supposedly uh, one of the stories is, uh, her and her parents, her parents were getting a divorce and the father set the house on fire and the girl was still in it and she got severely burned and ran down, uh, to the tunnel. I ended up dying. That's one of the stories. So I was about 200 yards away and supposedly in this area, the foundation is still there. And they say the energy that comes off this foundation is incredible. So we are trying to look for it. So basically I got on my SB seven because we couldn't find it. And I got two incredible responses. I said, can you help us find it? And literally five seconds later, it says, you'll never find it. Whoa. And then a couple of minutes after that, I said, is it in front of me or is it behind me? The foundation. And it said the other side. Now, what that meant was we were on the wrong side of the road. So it was telling us the other side of the road. We never ended up finding it. So the first, uh, the first one we got saying, you'll never find it. Uh, but uh, I've gotten so many fantastic responses on it. Like I was at a church that I go here. The church here is amazing. It's full of, I don't know what's going on with this church. There's background-wise, research-wise, I don't know why this place is haunted. It just is. And I've walked in there and, and I've asked it to say my name and right away it says Brian. I like using so. that device. Yeah, that's one of them I believe in. I use the, the Radio Shack, the old Radio Shack hack box. 
you know, only because again, Radio I get, shack. I get, yeah, I get better results, man. We yeah. used to have an 11 and, and I couldn't stand it. Uh, Noah has one in our group. It'd be, it, it's so full of white noise. It's almost mm-hmm. difficult to pull out anything that's hearable. And yeah. so with yours and mine, I like the fact that it's almost crisp and clean when you get a class A, you know, and oh, yeah. I, I try to explain to people, you know, it's all about frequency, vibration and energy, man. That's what I, that's what I operate on. And some of the science to back that behind it too. And I know there's some things that happen that doesn't have anything to do with science. You know, the super normal, as I call it, and supernatural is just a wonderful thing. But yeah, I'm with you. You know, there's just a lot of stuff on the market. I still use a K2. I just bought a new one. one You know, you got to know how to use them. You know, as I said, you know, tell your people how to use this stuff, when not to use the stuff. The reason I'm on the phones is because everybody's phone, they, they figure turning their phone down and not putting it on airplane mode, and then they would get crazy static on their digital recorder, and I'd, I'd tap them on the shoulder. I'm like, you got your phone on? You know, if everybody turned yeah, off their phones? Yeah. So I, I got used to making so, everybody leave their phones downstairs in a different area and yeah. making sure they were all off, you know, one of those yeah. things. But I, you can use the phone. I, I'm okay with people using it for pictures if you don't have a digital camera because, hell, let's let's admit it, you know. The, the the cameras on Quality. some of these phones is ridiculous. It's better yeah. than I the one I paid three hundred dollars for. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know it's you know there. I, I I don't know. I just uh, I'm a I guess uh, we're old school because yeah. we're older and uh, <laughs> yeah. we don't need all that fancy crap no, to uh, to capture I, what we I need start, to capture. I started out with a a VCR, a video camera, oh, uh, a digital recorder which I just bought, but I also have I still got it. I got a mini Sony. Uh, recorder with mm. with blank cassette tapes and a microphone mm. and, and a, a pad and pencil to write down notes and flashlight mm. don't forget flashlight yeah that's it man that was my case <laughs> my, that was my, uh, my case. flashlight's from canadian tire that's all i have to say canadian tire i don't know that company canadian tire is a uh it's like a home it's like a, a story where you get everything whether it's oh, electrical so tires everything your like version that. of arbor freight yeah, so it'd be like Lowe's or something like that, but they have a lot more and stuff. But you know, I, I, I'm like I said, I'm a pretty simple person. I don't need all that fancy stuff. Like I bring it. Like for example, I just got back from the UK. I was out there for a month filming. Uh, I did uh, eleven investigations in the UK in uh, uh, this past. Well, I just got back one a week and a half ago. Yeah, so I travel all of UK. Did over two thousand miles, and yeah. uh, in in fourteen days and eleven investigations, which was absolutely incredible and an an incredible experience. I got to check off one of my favorite places that I wanted to take off my bucket list, which was Sherwood Forest. Oh, very and, cool! And it was just an amazing, amazing trip. But the SB seven, the voice recorder, the camera, and myself is all I need. Very good. And I've yeah. seen that you've done yeah. good work with it. Um, you know what? We talk years later, you're going into your, your investigations. And well, after we take our, our first break here coming up in a little bit, um, we'll get back on some of the paranormal investigating and some interest. But so what where did it reach a point where social media wise and, and, you know, reaching out to other people, did you decide that you want to start creating some content and putting content out mm. to share with everybody. I mean, when did that happen? Well, that started uh, when, uh, what year are we in? That started two years ago. 
uh, two years ago. Like when I was going out on these investigations, uh, like ten years ago, I was just I was just going out as fun, and you know I wasn't really filming or doing any of those kind of things. And I was with local groups here and there, and so it was really it was really about just going out and seeing what these people had to do. But uh, it when the when the social media and the huntophobia and all that started was right at the beginning of COVID. Um, I said, okay, well, I've gone out enough on these investigations that I want to start doing it on my own right? and to see what happens. And so it was right at the beginning of COVID in March. I brought some friends together, my son, uh, and I just started. We started filming in April, April of the beginning. So what was it, 2020? And um, was it 2000? Yeah, it was 2020. And we just started filming. And I started going, okay, well, I'm going to start putting videos. Like I had videos and stuff like that before, like from right. my camera and from my phone and stuff like that. But I never put the stuff up. Um, but I decided, okay, well, I'm going to create a YouTube channel. And that's where it all began. 2020 of April 2020, when I first started putting stuff up. You're, you are a driven man. I'll give you yes. that, man. That, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we did the same thing. You know, I, the show's not about me, but I, I just want to share experience with guests sometimes mm -hmm. when I get the opportunity. And, you know, we were doing that. You know, YouTube had was just starting to come along. Mm. And we were still MySpace. That's how long ago this was. Oh, so, my God, MySpace. I know, you know MySpace right? is still around. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we were doing the same thing. And we didn't really go after what you did. I mean, we kind of had that thought. But we ended up, without trying, we, we just, I had started a blog talk radio podcast mm. again yep. aging myself um and we had done that and it became very popular we ended up doing two of them that you know a show with the guys and a show with the girls because i had two girls in my group and i figured they got a voice in this too and they're going to want to share some information that's slightly different long by accident you know we got recruited by this lady who says hey i'm starting this internet tv thing it's called people's television network got coca-cola oh, wow. who runs ads chevy um i got shannon sylvia and her husband who are going to do a show uh from ghost hunters ghost hunters international mm. uh, would you guys like to be on the format because she liked what we did audio wise and plus our little video thing that we were experimenting with yeah and i ended up doing just what you did you know we we peaked at a time and uh i think we were about two or three years into it and two of the people that were producing the show for me Cause all I had to do is do this. I'd show up and talk with my partner and we'd share our investigations and we'd have groups on from all over the world, you know, especially UK. Mm. Uh, I should ask more Canadian people on now that I'm thinking of it, but regardless, man. Yeah. I did the same thing. I was driven just like you. And then they, they told me one night right after one of our biggest shows. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going back to school. So we're not going to be able to do the show with you anymore, Dan. And I'm like, um, okay, wow. cool. So it just, I let it, I let it wane. I wasn't going to do it by myself and take 10 steps back. So I just kind of moved forward and did some different stuff, but it's, it's what I'm sharing that story to with you, because I know it's a lot of effing work, man. It's a lot of work, dude. And well, I know that you might manage uh, probably too, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> even know where to begin with all the, like I have 11 videos I have probably 90 hours of video yep. and I'm going to have probably about 40 hours of audio that I'm going to have to go through 
to put up onto Paraflix. And unfortunately, I'm losing my editor at the end of the third season. Uh oh. So I'm going to be doing it myself. I don't even know where to begin. So I'm not the like uh, my editing, my editing skills have gotten a lot better and they're great and uh, they're better than they were a year ago. But uh, I don't even know where to begin with these videos. So I'm going to take it one video at a time and see where it ends up. And uh, these, some of these videos are going to be absolutely, people are going to be blown away with some of the stuff that we captured. And I'm really excited for people to, to see the videos. And people are, people are waiting for it. And people well, know I went know, to the UK. Yeah. I, well, yeah. And that's, man, I'm jealous. You know, I, I got to meet quite a few groups, and, and they go through the, some of the same stuff all of us do, too. Yeah. Everybody listening and watching, you know. Everybody's got drama within the damn paranormal uh, circles and fields and things. Yeah. So, um, you know, I've met people. People have disappeared. Some people have stayed. They've mm -hmm. done their thing. But, you yeah. know, I want to take a trip sometime soon. My wife and I are talking. I'd love to do what you're doing is just take a month and do our thing in Ireland to find our family and, and our heritage and then go to Yorkshire where my family lived, but they're Irish, yeah. uh, and do the ghost thing, Yorkshire castles yeah. and all sorts of different stuff too. It's on my bucket list as well. You know, you know what I found really interesting is, um, and, and like I told you guys earlier that my abilities have always been, I can't see the, I can see them. I can't hear them. There's no detail. Yeah. There's uh, but I, uh, there's no facial features that I can see. I can just see the, uh, the, uh, the black, and but as soon as i stepped off the plane everything changed everything changed when i got to the to the uk the energy in the uk is completely different and i was able to see things that i've never been able to see i was hearing things that i was never hearing before i was feeling things that i'd never felt before um, until I got to the UK and, and it's that's completely different. I'm telling you right now that in North America, you get that, you know, you get that. Certain vibe. Yeah. We're, we're the, we're the poor cousin, man. Yeah. We, we're yeah, still yeah. new. We're still new. Yeah. I get yeah. It. I, I soon get as you get on, as soon as you get, uh, get off the plane in the, in the UK, it's like, wow. Yeah. And, and I refer it to one place that I went to my last investigation and this had never happened to me before. So, so we went to a place called Fort Widley, which is basically was know, used in World I know where War One, yeah, yeah, World War Two, and these yep. tunnels underneath and stuff like that. It's absolutely amazing place, but so you have to go through gates in order to get into this place. We went through gates, and I'm telling you, Danny, soon as I entered the gate, it was like 400 spirits climbed on top of me, and it was overwhelming. It was like my head was pounding and it was like, I just felt like there were so many things coming at me that I've never experienced before. And it was really, really, I'll be honest. It was scary. Cause I'd never experienced like that, something like that before. I was, was going to ask you, how'd you handle that? I, I just, I, somebody was there with me and they kind of saw what I was going through and they basically said, are you okay? And let's just walk through. Let's just get to where we need to get. Right. And something really scary happened to me in the actual tunnels. And 
and I can tell you about it. Basically, I was as soon as I got into this one area, I felt like a pounding on my chest. So again, I was feeling things that I'd never felt before. I was I, my chest felt like it was compressed. It felt like it was being pounded on. And so I was standing in this one area, and all of a sudden, boom! It came right into my face and said, "Get out!" And I saw it. And I saw his face, like I'd never seen faces before. And I saw his face and he came right into my face. Well, what's funny about all of that is there was an episode on caught on, uh, caught on camera. I believe the show's called. Yeah. And, um, there was actually somebody in that area. It was on video that was actually pushed. Oh, wow. So the man that's in that area wants nothing to do with anyone he doesn't want anybody into space he's pissed off and it's funny because when i first got into this they put on the they put the cat balls and they put the REM pod and they 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 i think there was a voice recorder on the ground too and i go listen you guys are wasting your time with all of this stuff he wants nothing to do with it he's not even going to go close to it and that's something i felt and again it's something that i'd never experienced before and but soon as i hit in the uk it was like Boom. It was completely different. Right. And but here's the cool thing though. You learn from it. Yeah. Continue to learn from those experiences. That's yeah. That's the great part to that. And I've had that happen too, man. And I take a step back and you know, Bob and I had an incident where I didn't see it, but we heard something. And yeah. I don't know. We we I we still talk about sharing a look and then looking at the front door because we had a thought for a minute or two about just going outside, taking a break for a second, you know, yeah. one of those things. Yeah. Um but yeah, you still learn from it, and I've I felt what you what you feel, so I can actually I can actually tell you I know what you're going through because I yeah. you know I it, for me when I I've picked up on things and I allow it to happen when it happens I don't meditate I don't push it um, when I have seen people it's like a quick picture in my head and it, they're still and I hear their voice but I don't hear their voice and it's hard to explain to anybody you yeah. just know they're talking to you. Um, and, and, or that they're waving you over or pointing at something. And like you said, you know, when I've had run-ins with dark, very dark, uh, shadows, it's not always been this bad thing. Cause 99% of what I've experienced has been wonderful. It's, mm, it's, a, yeah. it's a teaching and a learning experience, but that's intense, dude. I don't, you know, I don't know, but I I've only been in some tunnels, <clears throat> different places here that we have where I was a little unsure because mm-hmm. like you, I felt there were many people standing up against the wall, just eyeballing me. Yeah. Does that make sense? And I mean, yeah. they, they didn't want me in there and they weren't sure what I was doing in there. It was you know, definitely, I, yeah. Yeah. And you're right. And you know, one of my, one of my top spots that I want to go to, it's on the top of my bucket list. And I'm even, even though it's on the top of my bucket list, I'm afraid what I'm going to see if I go there yeah. and that's suicide forest. Oh yeah, yeah. We wow. I just you must be reading my mind. I, I was just <laughs> my wife and I were just talking about that. Oh really? My buddy, my buddy Griffith, Jason Griffith, who's in my group, is married to a Japanese girl, and uh, he goes over there quite often to visit her family. Mm. And he's he's been in there, and he's like, man, I'm telling you, not much bothers me, but uh, I would not go in there at night. And when they mm. tell you to stay out of there. You know, at certain hours, and I, I'm not going in there. Oh, do they do that? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, he that. said they they have the rangers will tell you. You know, after six, seven o'clock, and it gets dark, they do not want people going in there because they don't know if you're going in there to go sit somewhere or hang yourself from a tree. They don't. 
This okay. is what people do on there. You know, they, they can't yeah. kill themselves. Yeah. There. You know what? That's one place it's, it's on the top of my bucket list. But uh, I'm telling you guys, if you ever get to the UK, definitely go to the Sherwood Forest. It is absolutely incredible. And that tree, I don't know if you saw any of the pictures that I put up. Uh, there's a tree there that's over a thousand years old. And this thing is absolutely massive. Oh, and it's so old. Now it has like these pillars that are holding up the branches from falling. But the the trunk of the, not the trunk, the, the branches where they connect to the actual main tree, they're like nine feet in circular. That's nuts. Isn't that nuts? And oh my God, it's like. Could it, you it, imagine it if that tree could talk? Oh, well, this is the fun, This is the weird thing. Like obviously Robin Hood and all those things. Oh yeah, like, that's I mean, known to be in that it's area. Fictional. Right? It's fictional. Right. We understand that. But there is a story out there uh, from years ago that there was a man like Robin Hood. Yep. He was stealing from the rich, but he wasn't giving it to anybody. He was no. giving it to himself. <laughs> no. So, yeah. you know, but uh, so we were told this story when we were going down the tree and supposedly, I guess, he was being uh, hunted or he was being they were trying to find him. Well, he actually hid in the tree. Because you can actually hide in this tree like it's hollow inside. It's super, super cool. And um, so on the SB7, I said, I literally said this. I said, are the stories true of the man that was stealing from the rich? And actually on the SB7, I got, he hid. And which is funny because what I just told you, the, the, the guy that was talking about this guy and he was hiding in the tree from being, you know, from being caught. And we got, he hid. And what I found really interesting is as soon as I walked up to the tree, because it's actually fenced off, but I, you know, as an investigator, I climbed the fence and went by the tree because I wanted <laughs> he to He did touch what it. we all would do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> right. I wanted to touch a, I want to touch a tree that was yeah, over a thousand sure. years old. And uh, as soon as I touched the tree, I felt it right away. Uh, there were, I said, there's many, many spirits around this tree. And uh, we captured it on the SB 740. Yeah, that's amazing. It said 40. I mean, we're ancient over here too. Like I said, we got yeah. our own stuff here, but that's also an ancient land. We're going to take our first break, folks. Uh, we're going to be back for more after this. Uh, I'm here with Elmer, the boss man, Boster. Uh, and also here with Brian J. Laverty. I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. You mine's are. Hallroyd, and people butcher it constantly. You are. You said it great. They're just like, uh, Mr. Hellrod. Yeah, I got a call like that yesterday. I thought it was Elmer. It was a guy with a southern accent, and I thought, why is he calling me? I don't think you have my oh, number. No. Do you? Whenever I call you, you just ignore it. Like, That's whenever true. I call this you, just don't answer your fucking phone. I excuse well, my language. There, <laughs> are, there are reasons. There are reasons, my friend. I'm not saying I'm going to call about your extended warranty or, you know, Dan Hemroyd, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's the favorite. That's the favorite. That's <laughs> another story for another time. But, uh, hey, everybody, uh, please go and check out our, our sponsor, uh, our exclusive sponsor to this program and many others on our network here. That would be Henderson Castle, hendersoncastle.com. Go look it up. It's an 1895 bed and breakfast here in Kalamazoo, Michigan. You can spend the night. You can have dinner. They got a, a spirit lounge where you can have drinks. And once a month, if you pick the right month, yours truly will take you through a haunted historic ghost tour. That's right. I haunt the, I haunt the castle. 
in many ways. But I take you on a tour of the castle. I've been working the castle 16 years. I grew up literally three blocks from this beautiful place. Um, I've got a lot to share. I think Frank and Mary are there, not all the time. But then you can go across the street to the cemetery, Mountain Home Cemetery, where Frank and Mary are buried. And you can visit the family at their family plot. Also, Gun Barrel Coffee. You've had the rest. Try the the breast. I suggest you all try the breast. Wow, there's a Freudian slip. Welcome to the show. Are you awake now? Everybody awake and listening? Okay. <laughs> you've you've had the rest. Drink the best, I meant to say. Gunbarrelcoffee.com. It's run by veterans, uh, roasted by veterans. The family tradition there. All sales and proceeds uh, from sales out of their online store are out of their store in Batavia, Illinois. Go to help veterans, man. I'm all about my veterans. Uh, let's help them out. Valhalla, please go online. Check out Till Valhalla. We're losing 22 veterans a day, and that is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Do what you can. All right, we're going to listen to some great rock and roll music. And, and, of course, Brian has given me some ideas uh, for some music. So if you hear a little ditty on here in between the commercial break about Robin Hood or Sherwood Forest, you'll know why. You'll know why that is playing. All right, we'll be back for more right after this. Girl on the bed. 
Awesome music lovers are listening to Unrestricted Radio. Check out Unrestricted Radio at unrestrictedradio.com and download the Unrestricted Radio app today. Unrestricted Radio. We play the bands that other radio stations should be playing. Hey, you listening to this podcast, I've got a message for you. If you've drank the rest, now drink the best. Gun Barrel Coffee. We are the Gun Barrel Coffee Incorporated team. We are united by the love of coffee, guns, freedom, and America. What started as a hobby has turned into a high-quality home-roasted coffee, enjoyed by family, friends, and now the public. We are proud to donate a portion of our proceeds to the organizations who support those who serve, those who protect, and defenders of our rights and freedom. Accept no other substitutes. You've had the rest. Now drink the best. Gun Barrel Coffee. You can find the guys at GunBarrelCoffee.com. Saturday, August 20th, 2022. Coming to Hartford, Michigan at the Van Buren Poorhouse Museum, it's Ghostorama. Ghostorama is a one-of-a-kind event. It's a paranormal meet and greet, slash flea market, slash comic con, car show, and much, much more. There'll be paranormal groups, the Ghostbusters, the Mystery Machine, spooky vendors, live band, ghost tour, Jurassic Park, killer cars, food truck, disc jockey, historical museum, kid haunted house, and much more. Van Buren County Historical Museum. That's right, out at 58471 Red Arrow Highway, Hartford, Michigan. 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. It's an outdoor market, which is free to the public. That's right. You heard me. It's open to the public. 
There'll be a museum tour, $5 per person. Also, from 9 to 11, a ghost tour, $20 per person. That's right, ghost Rama is hitting West Michigan, Saturday, August 20th, 2022, at the Hartford Van Buren Poorhouse Museum. This is sponsored by Southern Michigan Paranormals, unrestrictedradio.com, the Great Lakes Ghostbuster Coalition, How to Halloween, Frankenfest, and the Midwest Parahistorical Society. This is the Big Dog, and I want you to know that you're not alone. The team at the National Runaway Safe Line is here for you, offering a range of support services 24-7. For the hotline, call 1-800-RUNAWAY or 1-800-786-2929 to speak with a trained NRS staff member or volunteer who will listen and support you. If you are a victim of child abuse or are thinking of running away to escape an abusive home, Call now and you will be helped. The number again is 1-800-786-2929. Ah, ah, easy my monster, easy. Yes, you too can experience the Frankenfest in Lansing June 25th, 2022 at the Turner Dodge House. And again with us at Frankenfest. September 17th, 2022, at Fort Wayne, Detroit. Yes, that's right. There's going to be all sorts of activities going on at the Frankenfest this year. We're going to see monster exhibits, aerialist, killer cars, paranormal workshops, reptile adoption opportunities, theater bazaar, food trucks, cat bar, and much, much more. Yes, it is open to the public. So remind yourselves, Frankenfest, then June 25th, 2022, at the Turner Dodge House in Lansing, and of course Detroit, September 17th, 2022. <laughs> For further information, be sure to go to www.frankenfest.com. We'll see you there!
Robin Hood, Robin Hood, riding through the glen. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, with his band of men. Feared by the bad, loved by the good. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, Robin Hood. He called the greatest archers to a tavern on the green. They vowed to help the people of the king. Trouble on the English country scene and still found plenty of time to sing. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, riding through the glen. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, with his band of men. Feared by the bad, loved by the good. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, Robin Hood. Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest Laughing back and forth at what the other has to say Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day Never ever thinking there was danger in the water They were drinking, they just guzzled it down Never dreaming that a scheming sheriff and his posse Was watching them and gathering around Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest Jumping fences, dodging trees and trying to get away Contemplating nothing but escaping, finally making it Oodle-lolly, oodle-lolly, golly, what a day Oodle-lolly, oodle-lolly, golly, what a day Everything I do 
And we are back. And those of you watching us noticed that nobody went anywhere. We're all in our house. We're in the studio. It's it's an illusion, as Doug Henning used to say. It was magic. Um, we're talking with our guest, uh, Brian Laverty, and uh, just a great individual. I'm loving his story so far. I'm finding a lot in common with him. I say that with a few people, but he's we must have same bloodline or spirits, something. Right? Kindred, Kindred spirits, right? Kindred spirits or something. Yeah. But uh, Elmer's, and then Elmer's well. back there just saying nasty <laughs> he's words. Chilling. And... He's chilling, man. I was going <laughs> to ask Elmer when you were sharing the, the tunnel thing, because Elmer's been doing this since when, Elmer? 80-something? Nah, I've been too... Wow. Okay, no. You're I've that old. Don't lie there. about your age. 99, okay? 99. 99, that's what it was. Mm. But yeah, like, thanks for that. Thanks for that. Just showing my age right there. Thanks for that too, Dan. 99, yeah. Hey, it's no no worries. But have you had something like that happen to you where you felt something was in your face? And Oh, yeah. Um, there's a tunnel in Ohio called the Moonville Tunnel. It's an old abandoned coal mining area. And there was a few spirits there. And one of us is a woman who was killed there. Um, and a little girl who died there with a fever, uh, you know, scarlet fever. And there was a black miner who was there killed because of well, obviously racism. Oh, yeah. Um, but one night we, it just, it went off. It was like a bomb. So basically what happened was me and my buddy, Chris was, we was recording and we had the lights off, you know, a little ambience and we had the old school tape recorders back in 1902. I know a lot of kids don't know what those are, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, we was recording. Chisel on a stone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just let them do the old school. I was like, here's a chisel. Here's a hammer. You go put that on the wall and tell me what y'all got <laughs> right. to say. Right. But anyway, like, but we were sitting there and we replayed the, went back and replayed the recorder. And what had happened was like, you can hear somebody go, a little girl going, <laughs> and we was uh-huh. like, nah. And then, like, cause we didn't say nothing. Like, we was just like, we're just going to let it record. You know, that we ain't here. And then you hear a woman go, cemetery. Cemetery. Wow. And both of our hairs on our arms both went up. We got out of there. And then I decided in all my intelligent glory of my, you know, when I was like 19 or 20, um, start <laughs> saying, saying derogatory remarks to the miner oh, no. who was killed. Oh, and no. uh, let's just say that I felt my book bag being grabbed a hold of and almost pushed into the creek that was right beside the tunnel. Needless to say, that was the fastest I ever got out of a wooded area since, I don't know when, well, about a few years ago. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it was very interesting. Like it was, it was mind blowing. I mean, you had everything there for a Ghostbusters movie. I mean, I'm not even kidding. When I say this, I'm not even kidding. I put my hand on the wall one time. It was dark, and I pulled it back, and it looked like snot. And I know for a fact that was probably ectoplasm because I'm not even. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, it's funny when you were talking about the voice recorder there in the big 1902 or whatever. I, uh, For some reason, my mind went, remember when the cell phones first came out and it came in those big boxes and then oh, they yeah. had like a cord and yeah. you take it out and <laughs> 
I had one of those. Oh, yeah. I, uh-huh. remember I don't know why I was thinking that. Okay. It was just weird. I had a beeper whenever I started ghost hunting. Okay. What's that tell you how old I am? All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, I had one of those cell phones in our Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. People had them in their golf carts, right? Oh, yeah. When they were yeah. out golfing and stuff like that. And those are the well, people that could afford those phones that had the, uh, the, um, the membership at the private clubs and they get on their phone from their bags and stuff like that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Or is that Caddyshack? That's Caddyshack too. But it's, it's, it, this is a great segue a, a little bit to talk about, you know, uh, EVP work, you know, uh, giving yeah. a lecture recently again, uh, people asked, well, you know, how long has that been going on? And I said, well, I forget the gentleman's name. I wish Shane, you know, would be here once in a while because, you know, Shane remembers everything. He's a nerd. Mm. But, uh, you know, he's our engineer in the group. But yeah, it's a gentleman in Stockholm, somewhere in Stockholm, Sweden. Do you know the guy's name? No, Norway. Sorry. He was recording I, I, on an Edison device. I can device. see his face, but I can't. I'm not sure. Yeah, he's recording is. on an Edison device, and he's just doing songbird recordings, and then he's picking up voices. Now, this guy's living in yeah. a farm in the middle of nowhere. This is the turn of the century before. Yeah. So, you know, you're like, yeah. what? there's no radios. There's no, there's no interfered traffic. Well, uh, isn't Mark, that what Thomas Edison did with the phones when he first, uh, when he first invented well, the phone? He wanted that's to. That's been the running legend. That's been yeah. the kind of the running yeah. legend. But, you know, yeah. as I said, it goes back that far. Then other people yeah. took it to different extremes. And then the CBS people and the NBC folks, I think it was CBS who was building transmitter towers first. Don't quote me on that, but okay. it, they have reported, and this is on record, that they were going to start building radios. They wanted every household to have radios. Uh, you know, they had the Marconi uh, ship to shore, wireless, you know, uh, Morse code. So mm. now they can transmit voices. It's a br- brand new thing. So, of course, there's a ton of copper, obviously, involved. You know where I'm going with this. So. Mm. They were the engineers are building these towers, they're building transmitters, they're building radios, and they're hearing people talk to them over these devices that are not there. Now you could say that at a distance, maybe they're picking up somebody else talking. The kind of the conductivity of the copper wiring is allowing them. It's like a speaker. We used to build mm. these in Boy Scouts. We'd run in between a tree and we'd hook up a car battery on each end, and we would mm. pick up AM radio stations. So Having said that, it's the same process. There's frequency going on. So mm. I think EVP has been going on for, for a very, very long time. The guy from White Noise was not the first to discover that, but he was the first to kind of capitalize on trying to speak to his, his wife, you know. Yeah. And I know that he didn't like how the movie kind of ended and how it was made. But that was, uh, was that Michael Keaton? I Michael was, Keaton was, was in that, yeah. yeah, which yeah. I had high hopes for it. But, yeah, you know, I haven't yeah. done the TV thing, but I've done – I do the digital recording, like you said, with the VHS uh, cassette tape, and that's because magnetic heads will stay in contact with the tape and continue to record whether you get interference or not. Digital yeah. signal doesn't do that. It just It's a bouncing signal, and it just stops if I'm to understand any of the science with products that I'm using. so. Mm, okay. But uh, moving out of that area, sorry I got off track. Um, no, no, it's all interesting stuff. I find it all interesting. Before we move on, I got something to tell you. All right. Now, here we go with the spiritual movement. All right. This EVP stuff was actually going on back in 1902, around that area, whenever, you know, the the big, you know, final recorders and all that stuff was really going on. Okay. Now, see, 
most people don't realize this. Some of the rich eater people people would actually throw parties and seances. Oh yeah. And mm -hmm. basically, what they would do is is either two things: the spirit would actually speak through the you know the device, or mm -hmm. they would play a song. The third option would be they would bring musical instruments inside the house for them to play. Now yeah. I know most people don't really realize that. And everybody's like, oh, well, da 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 da. Well, some of the stuff, like in Ghostbusters and stuff, are actually true. You know, ectoplasm, you know, is a lost art. Not very many people do it. I know there was some people in Russia that had a lot of, you know, experience with that, but I haven't heard anything else about that. And right now, that's probably a lost cause anyway over there. Um, mm. But the right. fact of the matter is, EVP has been going around for a long, very long time. I mean, oh, yeah. if you actually, if you listen to waterfalls, sometimes you can actually hear voices and stuff out of that too. So, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, what really personifies what they can communicate through. That's a good yeah. segue, Elmer, because I was going to ask, now that you said water, have you ever experienced that with like toilets and stuff? I've been calling the houses and I'm actually hearing, and it's not, it's not the whole, um, oh man, why am I having problems with words tonight? Um, it's not the whole thing where my brain is obviously set up to where it, it wants to recognize verbal language. It wants to see things, you know, faces and stuff. But I have recorded things on a digital record at the same time, and it's also hearing voices. Not all the time, but, I mean, mm. with water and toilets and different things. I've heard that before, that that's a thing. Yeah, I've never, I've never tried that, to to be honest. I, I, I've never heard that before, so... Um, I don't uh that's old school. <laughs> yeah, I will say though, I will say though, I've been in places where there's been limestone uh water and train tracks in the same in the same area. And you know, I I I spoke earlier about the streaming tunnel and uh that has all of them. Yeah. yeah. And the amount of EVPs that I've captured in that place have been incredible. Um, there was one experience I had that I was outside the tunnel and I was going towards back towards the tunnel and I heard something to my left. Like I literally heard something. I sounded like a voice that I heard when I got home, I put in the SD card into my laptop and it literally said, and I didn't need to turn it up. I didn't need to do anything to it. It said, what is your name? It was, and again, like there's flowing water, there's train yeah. tracks, there's limestone. Well, it's all the so, conductors. Yeah, it's all yeah, the they're conduits yeah. for yep. what they say of uh, a lot more energy. And Absolutely. I believe that stuff. I, I, I do I too. Think it's true. And I do too. the amount of stuff that I've captured with all those, uh, uh, like with the water, the train tracks, the limestone, I've captured so much. And you know, it always puzzles me the the this tunnel that I go to here, and it's about it's about an hour away from me. Why it's not on the top ten list, I never I can never figure out because every time I go there, I'm capturing so much stuff, and it's incredible stuff. Like the only thing that I I and I've seen things there, but um. The amount of EVPs that I capture there are just amazing. And, um, you know, we have a list here in Canada of the top 10 haunted spots. And I don't know if you're familiar with this place. Tranquil Sanatorium is the I've number heard of one that. place. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it is the number one spot in Canada to go to. And I'm hoping someday that I get there. 
Um, I've watched a couple of the shows that you mentioned. Well, you didn't mention their names, but you know, Canada, yeah. like you said, has had some some shows on over the years. You know, nineties yeah. they had a couple, of, and I watch them. I, I still yeah. watch them because I'm curious about Canada's yeah. haunted sites. And I give it to them, man. They do the best job that they can. You know, New, yeah. the, uh, Newfoundland area. And the sanatorium you just brought up was on one of these programs, and yeah, I, I can't. We just the, don't have as much history as uh, the states and the UK. And stuff but like I gotta share. I gotta share with you though. You say that, and you're a Canadian. I don't want to fight no. with my Canadian brother. No, 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 just, no. It's all good. I wanted to tell you though. But we went to a place called Curtis, Michigan, and I'm literally in the UP, which means if I were to drive probably two hours north, I'm into Canada. Okay, that's how okay. close Curtis is, and. Um, it's known as a French, uh, Native American and French trader area. And these mm. were French Canadians. These weren't just, you know, French people. Yeah, and I understand we, we did experiments on, on areas that were very close to you guys. I did some in Sault Ste. Marie, too, where yeah. I was picking up French spoken language and Ojibwe and Algonquin uh, oh, on wow. EVPs. Cool. Yeah, I can barely hear some of it, but that's what I mean. I, you guys still have that native aspect that's real large with you, too. So. Yeah. I think yeah. as far as the new stuff we're talking about, and not to debate you, nope. I'm just throwing it out there. No, it's I think good, you're right. I think you guys and us, we focus on all the stuff, let's say turn of the century, 1890s up to now. But then I've been at places where I get real nutty because everybody wants to claim they got Native American burial site or some crap mm. in their yard mm. or their farm. But I've been at places where we've actually tapped into that. And I'm not quite sure that we're here in English or that we're, picking up anything that's that's new so to speak because i think yeah. you guys are old world up there too um, well with a I, lot of okay stuff. well let me put it this way uh, there's a place that i go to every so i've been there like five or six times the place is incredible i've done all the research that i could possibly do on this bridge it's not on top of the bridge it's underneath the bridge you have to go and uh as soon as you walk underneath the bridge you start feeling sick right away and you start hearing voices right away. I've done a few videos on, on this place. This place is absolutely incredible. We don't know why it's haunted. And I've had a couple of mediums reach out to me and say, listen, there's a portal there and there's something negative that is right. stopping the spirits from going through. And that's why there's so much activity there. Is it possible? Yes. Um, is, it po is it, you know, crap? Maybe. Nothing's possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but we, we determined and we've tried to go back as far as we possibly can is there an indian burial ground around that area somewhere uh it's possible too yeah, um yeah. but see again i'm going to go back to the fact that you know um and i've seen it on many shows i've seen it on many shows maybe more youtube than anything but again people will say oh there used to be an indian burial ground here which was full of crap is nothing nothing indian burial yeah, ground there or proof, anything yeah yeah. So yeah. I'm, I but try I'm to be careful. You, I try I'm to be careful you. when it comes to Indian burial grounds, because I could say there's an Indian burial ground and there was never, but it's, it's not like you can disprove it. Yeah. It's it, yeah. We're not the Facebook fact checkers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is true. Oh, let's Tongue in cheek, Tongue in cheek man. Yeah. Right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're all canceled. Um, <laughs> No, I get what you're saying. I'm with you, man. Because as yeah. I said, you know, I've done a native American, uh, graveyard on garden yeah. island and uh you know i went in there by myself uh the other person stayed out took pictures i have a jibwa 
blood in my family. So I, I felt protected. I, I didn't do anything, you know, that wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. out of line. But I was very cautious because even though I'm a guy who believes in the science, I still I believe in the supernatural and the spiritual side of this stuff too. If yeah. I'm very honest with anybody. And you know, I don't want I don't want bad mojo coming home with me. So I don't think anybody does. Yeah, today. but I, I yeah, I'm with you though. But you know, if, if we're not hearing, here's here's my two things. If I'm not always hearing it's a Native American connection. So then I go searching and I we have enough records that I can usually find where there were camps, yeah. villages, right? So yeah. we we display we we discourage a lot of that, or it's Al Capone. I swear to God, if no, another person comes to me here in Michigan and says Al Capone was over here, it's like, dude, how could he be everywhere at one time? It's it's an impossibility. It's no, almost like, the same thing. You know what? It's, if you chop all, his body, yeah. you chop up his body, yeah. But I'm yeah. just saying, it's almost yeah. like uh, uh, I have a real problem. I have a real, real problem with those uh, those those people that are on YouTube. I think one's called Hope or something like that, where they have these big portals and oh. uh, uh, an actor or something like that dies, and then all of a sudden, two days later, they're speaking to them through the portal box. It's like really, like <laughs> I, ha- I have a friend who's a friend of that person, and I'm on I'm I'm in I'm in the middle. I'm with you though. I'm with some of it. I'm just like. What I, where I where I defended this individual was was like, listen, we're doing it to everybody else. The famous are are just like we are, you yeah. know. So get off the guy's back. I mean, I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start doing that for Will Smith's career. Oh no. Oh. I, that's too new, but it's too new for those I'll, jokes. I'll, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't like something the guest says, you're just gonna slap him virtually on, on the show. <laughs> and. And this is where I have a real problem too, because um, me and Lex, who's on through the lens with me, um, we did a show last year called Betrayal and Fakers, and yep. it did extremely, extremely well on uh, on YouTube. Unfortunately, one of the t- people I was speaking about um, who betrayed me, unfortunately, as a paranormal investigator, I won't go on that long story, but um long story short she did something on an investigation that she shouldn't have and she never told me and um she tried to fake evidence and i have oh, a yeah. real real That's real no, no. issue with that no, and i do too so we, yeah so we had somebody uh we we talked about somebody else on the show and i will say lex he's he's not a type of person that um has a filter and uh he will say what he wants to say and he has a real real dislike for this person and um you know that uh it was a netflix documentary that uh, that girl that uh got killed and her two kids got killed and the husband did it i think it was like two or three years ago it happened four years ago um i actually know somebody who knows the family this individual went to uh where she was buried actually sat on her uh graveyard or her burial or whatever you want to call it leaned up against her headstone and was trying to talk to her, communicate. And he was sitting there like he owned the place. We have a real, real problem with people that disrespect. I have a real problem with disrespectful people when they do that. Um, I'm nothing like that. I'm people, yeah. people that know me and watch my videos, they know one thing I always do is I introduce myself. I'm very respectful. And if they want to talk to me, great. If they don't, I completely understand as well. 
but uh, we have some real problems with some people out there that uh, have a tendency to disrespect. Right. And they should be called out. And and that's where I've gotten myself a line of haters and I've stirred up fires too, Brian, because I'm, 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 I'm a loud mouth, but you know, I've been in that position and it's people that I've known. And as I said, as I hinted earlier on, you know, it's really tough when you got to call them out or I, I I portrayed silent courtesy and I stepped away and I I allowed them to have enough rope and they eventually hung themselves uh, down the road to begin with. Mm. But here's how I start my, anybody listening, watching, here's how I start my EVP sessions. I suggest maybe you do this too. So what I do is I step in as if I'm entering someone's private domain or their home. Because if you came rushing into my house and screaming and yelling and, and, you know, it's not going to go well. Mm. So I come in and I said, hey, I'm Dan Hallroyd. I don't say hey. I'm going, hello. How are you this evening? I'm Dan Hallroyd. I'm just here to communicate with you. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to ask you to leave. I don't care what you've done, what you think you've done. I am just here to communicate with you. I'd love to know your story. Could you yeah. share? I do something similar. Story? I do something yeah. similar. And yeah. that's the best. I think it's one of the better ways to, to go after this. I have yeah. never tried. I'll evoke an emotion by, hey, did you raise children here? Did you have children? You know, what's your favorite food? What kind of car did you drive? Did you have a favorite mm-hmm. horse? That's evoking yeah. an emotional response. I've even played music. I've even done some things, but I will not provoke. I, yeah I, the I the only it. time the only the the really the only <clears throat> time I'll do that um, and it's been very 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 seldom that I I've had to do it. I have a real problem that if I've come into and I understand what you're saying about coming in into somebody else's home, but you know if uh, if we're outside and doing an investigation outside or something like that, which is really not your home, it's just a place that you are or where you're at. I have a real, real problem with spirits when they attack one of my friends. And that's when I will get a little more on, not necessarily provoking, but a little more on the firm side. Right. Uh, we were at a location in the UK, and the place was called the Don Styler's Gym. And it used to be a hospital. And it was a hospital for the World War One and World War Two. Soldiers were brought there. Either they had died or they were on the verge of dying. So they were on the shoreline and she actually got attacked. She actually got choked. And I have a real problem <coughs> with that. So like I always say, I'm always very, very respectful. But I have a real problem when it hurts one of my friends. Yeah, and it does happen. Thank you for speaking to that. Yeah, it does happen. And we I've had yeah. it happen in front of me. Uh, we were at a place in Constantine called the Harvey house. And, um, I mean, we're literally, we just did a safety talk. Lights are still on. I had two groups of girls who were going to go into the storage area where it's, it's basically like a a wooden cabin door Hmm. and there's a storage area and there's no way out of the storage area where the girls wanted to go in there and turn the lights out. We were going to go upstairs. We're going to let them have quiet time down there and sit and just see what would respond to them. Mm. This uh, this had a, a fire at the hotel. It killed some people. They only built the second two floors back. It's got a history. So as I'm standing there talking to them before they go in, uh, Denise and my wife was one of these girls. They go to reach for the door. And, dude, the door violently was shoved open like somebody had kicked it to hit the girls in the hand mm. to kick them away from the door. 
And I went tearing through the girls because I thought it's one of their their a-hole people working there. And yeah. it actually had just hurt Denise's hand because she was reaching out for the, the door. Mm. So like you, you know, protector time. And I'm on it, man. I ripped that door yeah. open and I was ready to beat someone over the head. And there's nobody in there. Yeah. And then they didn't want to go in there and sit. No, <laughs> so understandable. I, I understandable. did later. But yeah, I've, <laughs> I've had that happen where people have yeah. not felt well. Um, I didn't feel well one time and even me, you know, even came after me once. So I'm the same way. Well, man. you know, it's like funny because kind of it's funny because <clears throat> I, I can walk into some of the places I've been here. Like I'll walk into a church. Well, first of all, okay, you're in the church, but this is not your church. Right. And right. if you're going to be doing something to one of my friends, that's going to be an issue. And then I'm going to let you know, but if I'm going into somebody's home and this used to be their home, and they don't want me there. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I don't, you know, I don't want to be there if you don't want me to be there, you know, but I don't know. I just, I think it's getting for me personally, I've seen a lot of stuff go down over the last couple of years, even. And I find that there's a lot of new investigators out there that are just very, very disrespectful and they shouldn't be in the industry. And, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're trying to do. My theory is they think they're going to be doing these videos for the next year. And then all of a sudden yeah. they're going to be on TV, it's, you yeah, know, and yeah, that, it's, that it's, happened back in the day when it peaked too. I remember everybody thought yeah. everything was dying and destination yeah. America taught everybody it wasn't. And then every it's making a surge again. And so I think, yeah. I think you're right. It's, it's a generational thing. There is no respect. And I think no. you and I keep shouting that it's like, listen, guys, you're if you're going to get bad things that are going to happen i'm i'm not telling you that you're going to get cursed you know i'm not going to go that far because i'll believe mm -hmm. a lot of things but i don't you know but don't at the same time stuff. you know it can be hit it can touch it can move things yeah i used to be a disbeliever and all that stuff when i started in this because most of my experiences were seeing things and hearing things but when i when I, in my adulthood and i saw a 40 pound bench slide behind me in a locker room after i was touting I was touting the spirit. I stopped doing that yeah. because if it can throw that bench around, it's obviously going to be pushing me and slapping yeah. me and hitting me or attacking somebody else. So yeah. I believe it's a feasible thing. I'm not saying it happens all the time, but like you said, you know, maybe we should do it. Maybe you and I should can get together and do a show called when ghosts attack. Yeah. Maybe, maybe an instant. I think it'd actually, be an instant actually wasn't there a show. There might've been, I think, I think there, there was, was. I think when ghosts attack or was it something else? Might have been something too. else. Yeah. But that's cool. Been. I like that idea, actually. We should do it. We should do it. Yeah. We the should, faking. Man. Yeah. I'm all I'm all about, you know, this stuff. Now, you know, there's there's been some controversy around me, and that's a whole drama story and different things. All oh, I will state, I've all I will say to everybody is I've never I've never faked my evidence. I've yeah, I've never done any of that kind of stuff. And and again, I was always starting fires with people here in Michigan that People were following them like lap dogs. And I said, well, let me just tell you who these people really are because I was, you know, given some information from a group that I knew and they came to me because they didn't have a backbone enough to stand up to them and say something. So mm. they would get in with them and promise them to be in their books and then move in and take the site away from them and then boot them out and never give them any kind of mention. Now, to me, there's a professional courtesy that should go on with a lot of this stuff too, whether there's yeah. a, you know, there's no dollars being exchanged, you know, but the point is you don't do that to people. And so yeah. 
when it when it reached to me, which was somebody who I knew was a very nice person, um, I spoke up and it started a fire. And these yeah. people are phony balonies. And and then I had a run in with two other people, uh, who Elmer knows that we affectionately call the pirate hookers. Um, you know, it's it seems like thing. that sounds like a long story. <laughs> it's a long story, so, but where what I'm saying is, is that you know once you discover who they are as people, and Elmer knows knows what I'm talking about, these are the last people that should be doing this in this field. But they still have these people who even know that stuff, and they're following them, following yeah. them blindly. And yeah. I, that's another thing I can't stand. So it's just like, listen, man, here's all my I'm mentoring with anybody that I talk to, that I interact with, you know, like Drew and the Midwest guys and Tommy amongst the tombstones. I just tell them, guys, if you want your stuff to be taken, you know, serious, if you really want good, serious stuff, there's certain aspects when you're presenting this on your videos that you have to take in order to gain that respect. Because other people will watch some of the things you're doing and they're going to be mm -hmm. like, what's going on with these yahoos? And I have said yeah. that to them. So, yeah, you know, it's there's funny. things you got to do, man. Yeah, it's funny because there's a guy on YouTube right now. He's got like three or four million <clears throat> followers. He's a paranormal investigator and if you watch any of his videos always in the first four to six minutes something happens oh yeah and always. the camera just camera just happens to be trained on that spot that's another <laughs> that's another thing that irks me man <laughs> i'm one not thing saying if you're shooting a, a room business but it... <laughs> person because he is but you've got to hook Jeez. in those people in the first four to six minutes right yeah. and something always yeah. happens and no, I, I'm you know, about the entertainment value. This is what I this is how I look at it. And this might sound funny, but all these YouTubers that have three, four, five million uh subscribers and watching their paranormal investigations, have you ever noticed none of them, none of them have ever been invited to a paracon? Oh, I know, I know. That's a whole other show. That's another show I should do do with all of us. We got to do another show, all of us together. Yeah, talk never about invited to a paracon. That's a circus, man. Come on. I stopped going because, like I said, yeah, I respect a lot of people, and there's others. Yeah. It's silent courtesy. So it's I yeah. started seeing, and then there were people that I knew personally that went on TV, and then yeah. when I ran into him again later, he treated me like he didn't remember me, and it's like, you know, I, uh, yeah. no bad language, but it's like, uh, you know, mfer uh <laughs> you used to be on my show on a regular basis what are you what are you talking about and then later it was like oh dan i'm sorry i didn't remember it's like you know i yeah. i don't know if it's the international fame thing because you're on ghi or what's going on but let's i, I well, keep something moving. you might not know keep dan. i keep something moving. you might not know um i'm actually i'm actually an actor here in toronto um, in Canada, I saw and you in an orange jumpsuit. Yes, yeah, I, was, I played an inmate <laughs> in that particular episode, and um, yeah, I've been on uh, in the last couple of years. I've been on 14, 14 TV shows. Wow, in the last couple of years, and and uh, I love acting. I used to be an actor when I was in my twenties, and I left the industry for various different reasons. But then I got back into it a couple of years ago, and I've done extremely well um with all the tv shows that i've done and i've had some really really good parts um unfortunately in the last year i haven't had anything but that particular episode was a year and a half ago that came out but that was one of my favorite one of my favorite uh episodes because i was playing an inmate now i will say orange is really not my color but uh <laughs> <laughs> but you say that dan at one point was on a tv show too it was called 
was it NBC Nightly or Dateline where he was in an orange jumpsuit too? But that's we won't talk about that. No, I was I was in a. He knows about the movie. I too was in a movie, and we're not going to discuss that. Okay, no, <laughs> terrible. No, 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 it was terrible, dude. But no, props to you, man. Like I said, I I've been talked. You know, I've been asked to be in some independent stuff, like playing mm. uh, like bodyguards and like like you. It's fun, you know, man. inmates I love and it. gangs playing a bad guy. You know, and I'm yeah, it's like, fun. I can do that. Yeah, it's fun. I always seem to get the roles that are authority roles, right? Uh, one because of the way I look and because of my voice. Um, so I usually get the sergeant, the cop, the detective. I played a commander uh, for. Um, a, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this show before because it's called Disasters at Sea. Yeah, I played a command. Yeah, I played a commander on one of those. That's episodes. where I saw you before. Holy God, the light really? has come through the window. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking, why do I know this guy's face? Because me and my wife watched that. We binge watched him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So That's I funny. played. I played a, a role in that, and. Uh, see no evil. I've been on three times, <laughs> and uh, see wow. no evil supposedly very big or very popular in the states. Um, not so popular here, but I've been on that show three times, yeah. and yeah. I just love everything about it. But again, I get the authority figure. I think, uh, I even played a manager, uh, uh a manager at a quarry, uh. And that was a, an authority figure role. I just seem to get those roles all the time. But you know what? I love it. I love being on the yeah, you on get set, to do something different. Yeah, meeting all those people and and uh, and it's that's a lot you, of fun. Yeah, and so you know, doing your own thing. Obviously, you understand the production values and continuity yeah. directors and all this yeah. shit that has to go into making this product. You know. Yeah. And then yeah, you're trying yeah. to do it by it's yourself. It's funny you've seen that episode. That's funny. That's I, you know I can't remember what episode, but I kept looking at your face. You know when I first saw the you. episode was called Destination Unknown. Um, it was about some fishermen that were um out and the uh, they catch uh, they catch lobster and those kind of things, and the boat yeah. tipped over yeah. because of they had too much on the. Yeah, was, that was an amazing episode. I love that episode. Loved everything about it. You know, the funny thing is, you see me in my shirt, in my short sleeve shirt. I actually have a very long tattoo on my arm, and they had to cover it with makeup. And uh, it took almost an hour and a half to cover it with makeup. The, let's just put it this way. The director wasn't too happy. <laughs> I think they put like a, what they call like a naked sleeve on you, where it almost looks like a, well, they, I've seen them think, do that but, before too. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, no, yeah. that was a great episode. That's funny. You've seen that episode. A lot of people have seen that episode actually. I've I, actually I, been, yeah, I watched that show, man. I'm all about sea disasters. I mean, we had, you know, the Edmund Fitzgerald down here and yeah. Great Lakes. I mean, I'm literally in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I don't mind oh, okay. telling people. Okay. So yeah. I'm a, I'm 45 minutes from Lake Michigan, and there's you know yeah. shipwrecks. It's it's ridiculous. Um, What's well, kind Josh, of funny that you said now you recognize me where you seen me from is well even in the orange funny. jumpsuit. Like I said, I here's the thing, man. I watch a lot of Canadian stuff. I watch a lot of yeah. UK stuff. Yeah. Uh, I do because I find even some of your Canadian mystery shows to be just a tad bit better than the crap we have going on yeah down that show here, was called you know? that show was called burn murder and amish country yeah and that was yeah. the first season and that was episode four that i was in and i played an inmate and uh, and it was a small part but you know what i i love those small parts because um i just think they're so much fun 
they're so much fun to play. And it was something different that I'd never played before. Cause normally I played a cop or a detective or a sergeant or something. So it was really, really different. And the director, the director just absolutely loved me when she first met me for the audition and she just fell in love with me. And she said, I need you in this show. We need, we need to get you down here and get with Elmer and start doing uh, some more accurate Mothman videos i swear oh, to God. the mothman what's going on with the mothman i think it's just elmer a very knows large elmer, bat. elmer knows all about the mothman i think it's just a very large bat <laughs> you know you know the there was a picture there was a picture that went viral and it was a bat that was hanging on the east Croft of a house and it was from like from the top all the way down to the floor i think it was like eight feet long and uh looked like a very large bat and i think that's what the mothman is <laughs> what do you think it is, Elmer? Nah, You're the nah, expert. During bat, like during the Mossman sightings, bats wasn't really that seen very often because of the simple fact of how cold it was and stuff. They weren't coming oh, out yeah, at that yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, that's true. He's the man. But, He's the man. Well, I didn't mean to get so, off track with with the interview, Brian. It's just been fun. No, 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 not you, at all. Not at all. I love uh, talking about my acting. It's it's a lot of fun. I I will tell you though that I did have a little bit of backlash. Um, and talking about you know videos and faking and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Some people did point out that you know because I'm an actor, they were thinking that my videos was all about acting. And it well, wasn't. I've I've met people involved. John Tenney, okay, I've known John, and John yeah. used to work on Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. He then I did a speaking circuit with him because you know I met him in Indiana. We became friends. I mean, I'd see him. Hey, John. Hey, Dan you know, not personal friends and yeah. still know them. So what I'm, where I'm going with this is, is that John is, uh, he's an actor. He's a personality too. Cause he was on paranormal state and paranormal yeah. state, the new, the new kids. And he was kicked off the show because he refused to make up stuff for the program. He mm. said, that's why he kind of left unsolved mysteries. That's John's words, not mine, because they were always asking him to make things a little more serious when it was anything paranormal. So, he, he told us that one of the last time speaking gigs I did with him and mind you, we would do these at like Chinese restaurants and different places, <laughs> but we'd fill the place. It was so weird. Um, and, uh, so he told us, man, I'm never doing TV again. It's a bunch of, a bunch of bunk, right? Yeah. A few years go by. And I mean, a few years go by destination was in America brings out their channel. And then here's an actor and here's this gentleman who's had a near-death experience. He comes from Unsolved Mysteries. They named all of his stuff, and I look, and it's John. And he's oh, got wow. his own show, and he's back on TV. And I'm like, yeah. Mr., I'm not ever going back to TV. <laughs> but, you know, he he still represented things very truthfully. That I, that I at least knew about the show. There's a famous meme that was making the rounds from that show where a voice could be heard. It's like, what's your name? And, and it says, my name is Jeff. Have you seen that? And the no, guy, the actor, starts so. screaming, and you see John, you know, because he's in the dark, and it scares the living hell out of him. Yeah. And he said, "Dude, yeah. I couldn't live that down forever. Couldn't live." Yeah, that no, down. I know, I don't, I haven't seen that. Yeah, John's a trip. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't berate anybody. If you're an actor, because you know the Lowe's did a really good series with him and his sons. Mm. That's cool. You know, that's cool. And they were going out just it was tongue in cheek. They were looking for stuff. Some of it they took serious. I'm cool with that. So don't let anybody yeah. give me any crap about that. It's, that it's, was at the beginning. I kind of yeah. went away when people started really watching my videos. Yeah. And then uh, once I got onto uh, got on to Paraflex, 
on how serious I was uh, about my videos and what my videos meant to me and what this industry means to me and the the amount of stuff I'm doing now. Um, it, I think people really, really understand why and who I am as a person and why I do what I do. So, so what is, what's the direction you want hunt phobia to go in? I mean, are you planning on, like you said, doing more with that and you want to do more episodes, maybe bring yeah. it down, down here, maybe do some stuff down here. Well, you know, it's funny how it's turning out. Um, because obviously my first two seasons have already played my third season's coming up, uh, hopefully sometime in April. Um, I keep on saying it's coming soon to Natalie. Um, it's coming, it's coming. Um, I'm going to be, I'm making a guest appearance at, uh, next week at, uh, White Hill Mansion. So that's my fir very first guest appearance. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about that. I've never, I've never done anything like that. So that's pretty cool. Um, that's but cool. Huntophobia. I'm going to continue putting the stuff up on Paraflix. I got at least two seasons of UK stuff that I'm going to put up. Right. There's There might be a chance I might be going away in January or January, June for a month to another um, interesting location. So it's not about Huntophobia Canada anymore for the next two or three seasons. It's going to be about Huntophobia International. So... Um, you know, I just, uh, I love where Hauntophobia is right now on uh, Paraflix, but honestly, I would really, I would really like to see how far Hauntophobia can go. I know I've had a couple of feelers, some people here in Canada that are interested in putting it on TV, but right now I'm just, I'm just riding that skateboard and, and seeing where it takes me. Right. Well, I mean, international, how very cool. Where... And, and just not to, I want to ask this in a classy way. I want to okay. ask this question. Okay. So funding for this project where you're able to travel and do this stuff, does that come from, you me. know, proceeds you're making on the, the show on the network? No, or, me. Or it was all have, me. It was all me. All you. Yeah. Yep. Wow. See, I respect yeah. that too. I respect that highly. Yep. Um, you know, when we were doing our thing, like I said, and they wanted content cause we were doing a show weekly on people's TV network, we mm. were spending lots out of our pockets to drive around all over Michigan and getting into places other groups couldn't get into and stuff. And again, yeah. it was who we knew and just talking the right language, which is, well, it's funny because I, I have a documentary coming out. Uh, it's going to be on Paraflix, but, mm -hmm. uh, it's also going to be going in the film festival here in, uh, Canada and the film festival in the States. I did a documentary on a place in uh, Niagara Falls area, Niagara on the Lake. Uh, it was a it was an inn. It's also a restaurant. It's called the Old Angel Inn. Um, there's a huge amount of history on the inn, uh, all the way going back to the War of eighteen twelve. And uh, so I did a I did a three days a documentary that's going to be coming out soon. It's going to be like I said, it's going to be on Paraflix and film festivals and stuff like that, but. There you go again. It was all me. It paid for it, but um, it's it's going to be it's going to be uh, an amazing documentary, and it's one of those documentaries where it's going to uh, it's going to have reenactments and and all those type of things. Right. And it's going to be it's going to be amazing. And if I know Zach, who's my editor, who's been my editor, um, he's going to put something really really good together. And I'm looking forward to. For people to see that because we even had a medium come out and and uh the the place is amazing and actually we discovered 
more things with this place that's never been told before and never been found. And, you know, the, the, there's a story of a love triangle. It's not a love triangle. It's a love thing. The, the man that was killed in the basement went there to see what he thought to be his true love. She kind of wanted nothing to do with them. So he went there to see her. Well, when the Americans invaded Fort George in, uh, I forget, I think it was May 13th, um, they were actually instructed to go into this restaurant in to, you know, to attack it. Well, he went downstairs to the basement and he hid in one of the wine barrels. And actually he was killed with a bayonet uh, from one of the American soldiers that were attacking the, the restaurant in. Well, what, what we found out um, and discovered, uh, because we did have a medium there and um, tarot card reader, and uh, what we found out was absolutely amazing. So basically, uh, the, the, the soldier, the one that, well, the one that was killed, he was from the British Army, by the way. Um, he was killed in the basement. He's still downstairs in the basement. His, his spirit's still there, and he hides down there. Well, they figured the, he was in the whole place. Well, he's not. So there's something negative upstairs in the inn. And um, they couldn't figure out why, why it was so negative. Well, we ended up finding out through the tarot card reading. And this is amazing. Like, this guy's amazing in what he does. Um, the man, the American soldier that killed the man downstairs in the basement, his spirit is upstairs in the inn. So he was killed sometime during the war and his energy, his spirit went back to that inn and he's the one that's upstairs in the inn. Nobody ever knew this. Nobody knew this story. Yeah. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And it's things like that. That's going to be in the documentary. That's going to blow people away. And well, I'm really I'm looking forward to that documentary coming I'm out. I'm going to have to make sure I got to keep my payments up on Paraflix. So I can <laughs> watch your stuff. And then I think the other thing too, you know, is, you know, I have a network, you have a network. Yeah. Um, I would definitely throw out the invite to network with each other. You know, mine's free. Doesn't cost nobody anything. I'm always looking to help other people succeed. That's, this is a thing that I do. So I, if you, Hey, if listen, you, I'm the exact same way. And that's why I created a uh, Parapost network central right, page right. on Facebook because I'm, I'm, I'm all about helping other podcasts and right. live investigations. Right. And that page has been doing extremely well. Good. It's built over the last month and a half and people are coming over to the page and doing their podcasts and, and they go, well, why are you doing all this, Brian? It's because of the fact that I think it's about, I think it's time that we need to stop talking about para unity and actually doing something about exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. I you didn't know, think and, we'd ever reach like the utopia version, but as long as we keep trying, man, yeah, that's well, why, this that's is why it, I'm right? doing the meet and greet brother. Yeah. And that's why, and you know, so I created this page for Parapost network, <coughs> uh, central Facebook page and everybody's coming over and podcasts are coming over. People are just, they don't have a podcast, but they have a live investigation that they want to do. And I say, well, come on over and do your live investigations. You know, it's only going to give you more followers, more views, and right. more people liking your stuff. And, right. and so that's why I created But there was a method to my madness, of course. So I have a social media site called Parapost Network. So... I'm working right now to have live streaming on my actual site. So everybody that's on Parapost uh, Network Facebook page, 
I'm going to be able to bring over and give them another platform to stream to, to get more views, more like followers it. and stuff like that. And it's all about, it's not about me. It's not, I'm providing something with people that, you know, they can take advantage of and be seen, you know, because there's a lot of amazing podcasts out there, but they only have like one or two people Yeah, and yeah. they should have more. And that's why I'm giving them a page with people that are following the page and, and uh, giving them followers. And I think it's just a thing. So with my Parapose Network site, uh, my social media site, which, you know, started about a year ago, um, you know, people are going to, once I get the live streaming on there, they're going to have, they're going to have another place to, to stream right. and uh, to show their stuff and show their investigations and stuff like that. Yeah, so, you know, that's why I created, uh, you know, Parapost Network. That's so, why I created my network. It was the the audio podcast version of the of of what you're doing, and so yeah. people, man, you can have a page and a voice over here. It's just another place for somebody else to find you, yeah. um, you know. And you're you're using my stuff free. You know, I pay for the network. Uh, same thing. So, like I said, I, I will definitely make sure that we connect with you, and and vice versa. Uh, as I as everybody's watching right now, you know, you're watching us uh, over here on the Facebook page, the unrestricted. Facebook page and uh, tell everybody that network again, Brian. It's called Parapost Network. You can find the uh, the Parapost Network Facebook page. You can it's it's for people that do podcasts and live investigations right. and want to get their stuff out there. I and have a website. I have a social media site <laughs> where it's community based, and it's called Parapost Network. You can download it through iOS or Android. And basically, it's like Facebook, but for everything under the umbrella of the paranormal. And it's about supernatural, UFOs, you know, cryptids, you know, all those things. If you want to come over, and the reason why I made it a community-based site. So when you come over or sign up and register, you're going to notice everybody's stuff is going to be on the news feed. It's not about you have to friend this person so you can see their stuff. It's community-based, and it's always going to be community-based. Even if there's 200,000 people on the site, you're going to see everybody's stuff. Now, you can you can friend somebody or follow somebody. Yeah, of course. The reason we have that is because if you want to private message them, then you have to friend or follow them or whatever, or friend right. them at least. But um, it's just a community-based site that I built that uh, well i didn't build it but uh, i had a developer build it but it's just uh it's about uh a lot of people say this and i'm proud of this and um it's a site where there's no judgment and there's no drama so that's what i love about it and you you got your facebook uh you got your facebook drama you got your twitter drama not so much instagram but twitter and facebook are horrible for drama and but on my site, absolutely no drama whatsoever. And if you're putting up your stuff, people are not judging you for it, you know, and they're respecting you for it and they're liking it or they're making a comment about it, how cool it is. And, you know, that's the kind of site I wanted to develop where paranormal investigators or anybody under the umbrella can come over to the platform and not be judged. Excellent. I like the sound of that. <clears throat> yeah. Sound like we're again, we're minds that think alike. So yeah, go check it out. I believe that I got an invite. I think I think I'm a member. I'll have to go double check again. I, my mind wanders. Invite for for Parapost Facebook page. <clears throat> I, I, I I think I'm on the face. I know I'm on the Facebook page. Right? Okay. 
So the actual site you have to download through iOS or Android, and okay. then you will uh, have to register like any other social media right. site. Right. So, uh, but there are changes coming. Um, I'm working towards, uh, I'm working towards, and people know this, uh, I'm working towards Parapost Network having its own platform, like a Facebook, like a Twitter. But unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, that costs a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. So you got to uh, have servers to be able to run all that. Oh, yeah. God. Yes, it's sir. like the, the servers and the hosting is, it's, itself is hugely expensive. But um, I'm working towards that. And uh, hopefully by this time next year, uh, Parapost Network will have its own platform. So very cool man it has been yeah. it has been awesome to have you on and thanks for sharing that like i said i will definitely make the the jump because you know I, the guys i'm working with they got they got their youtube followers they're yeah. doing their thing i'm in the background once in a while doing the history helping out just being yeah. the guy in the background but yeah. uh they're doing their content you know i will tell you i will tell you this before we go a lot of people that are coming over to the facebook page which i think is terrific and uh, they say that, oh, well, I'm already with a network. Well, guess what? It's great that you're with a network. If there's anybody else with your network that wants to come over and stream as well, they can. And yeah. guess what? You can even pr promote your network in the description right. on the Facebook page. Right. It's, it's, it's not about me. It's about you and what you want to get right. out there. And I provide, I'm just providing you with another page where you can stream to that you didn't have before. So if you had three, guess what? Now you have four. Well, you send, you send me an audio ad about your network and I'll make sure it gets played on my podcasts. Oh, that's interesting. That's, that's cool. It. Maybe that I'll do that promise. Sure. Yeah. Well, I want to advertise you, man. Why would I not? <laughs> I mean, I'm the same way. This is, I yeah. doesn't, I, I'm not looking to compete with anybody but myself. You know, I keep no. telling people this. Yeah. And, and it's the it's the it's the damn truth. I, mean, I think we're become, too old to be doing that, aren't we? It is, but we, but we succeed at what we're doing. You and I yeah. and other people like yeah. us because we compete with ourselves. We don't have to compete with anybody else. You can yeah. either like I'm my making, stuff or hate it. I don't care. Yeah, you know what? I'm just making myself. I'm just trying to make myself better and a, a better person and right. provide something that uh, people are going to enjoy. And you know, like my theory is that if you come over to the Facebook page and you're watching a podcast and if you like it. Great. Well, guess what? Right. There's another podcast coming up that you're just going to, you may, you might enjoy as well. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, our and that's program, what it's about. So. Our program would show up over there and you get to see us over there too. So it's a win-win, yeah, exactly. man. It's a win-win. And yeah. I want to tell Elmer, I would be remiss because he reminded me 10 years. I want to believe has been, you've been on several different networks and we ended here, I think on one of the better ones, <laughs> the last run that you had, but 10 years, right, Elmer? You and Bob have been doing I yeah, Want to Believe. Yeah. Hold on. <clears throat> you there? Yeah. We can hear you. Yard quit and with me. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, um, 10 years. Me and Bob started this thing. Yep. You know, after a friend of ours had passed away from Ghostly Talk, you know, mm. we started it and here we are. You know, 10 years later, different networks, different co-hosts. You know, and so it's a podcast yeah. that you do. It's a podcast you do. That's the show you're on right now. I want okay, to, yeah. I and, said unrestricted, but it's actually I want to believe. 
Oh, okay. So I don't know why you guys don't come over to uh, Parapost, Parapost Network Facebook page and bring your podcast over. Well, we will. uh, I will. And uh, you're you're just getting you out there more, you know, and that's what it's about. It's about, it's a a cool way to network. These these guys have had a, had a thing, man. I'm telling you, I mean, until he passed away, Stanton Friedman, Elmer's known them all. He's had them all on their program. People I could wish to have on my bucket list. So Elmer and Bob been doing this for, like I said, ages and like ghostly talk. That was one of the first people to start doing paranormal podcasting back in the day. And and I think, I think I was there out of Detroit. They, they used to say, you know, live from the haunted, what is it? The haunted cellar, the wine cellar. Was that haunted basement? So, and I was, I was, that's actually where I got my start from. I was actually there. Sounds like Jay Hill. Sounds like Jay, you know, Jay Hill, right? Oh, we know Jay. I know Jay. Yeah, Jay. Uh, this is he way was out of that Jay. one spot. Yeah. He was this out is, of that one spot for ages. This is way before any of those guys. And I mean, these guys are the ones here. And I think I was a third or fourth when I went on Blog Talk. Oh wow. Yeah. So I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I've been at no, this no, a while. No, I don't think you are. We've been at no. it a while, but you know, again, we took a break. These guys took a break. Elmer and Bob took a break. And when you lose that relevancy, you know how it goes in this field. Mm. Then you got to struggle to get yourself back up there and then try to refine audience and stuff. But they've had some good runs and I've been happy to step in. You know, Bob got busy with life. He's a nurse. So with the COVID, he got too busy to do his thing. But Elmer and those guys had a pretty good run and I, I'd like to try to help them continue what they're doing. It just turns into this, Brian. So helping Elmer and Elmer knows he's going to laugh and get a kick out of this. So what my network turns into sometimes because some of the people who were supposed to be doing shows and co-hosting their own shows, it turns into the Dan network. Mm, mm. So then I've backed off on a few podcasts. I'm like, listen, man, all you're hearing here on some of my shows is me. And so now I've got, you know, haunted mitten on board and a few other people because I don't have to do, but this show and another show, that's it. That's it. Well, but you know, I, I would the, love to come to your network and have people. The door is open, guys. Too. You just yeah. have to message me. I make you an editor on the page, and that's all it <sighs> takes. And here too, you bro. guys do what you want to do. I send you logos. So when you put out your first thumbnail, it's just introducing yourself and saying, I'm now streaming on Parapost Network, and you go, you go tilt, and uh, you just have fun with it. And you will get new followers. You will get new people that – uh, haven't seen your show before, you know, and that's what it's all about. It's just a, a better way of marketing. Yeah. Well, Jay Hill, you mentioned, uh, Jay's co-host Shane Feek is in my group. And you know what? At the beginning, at the beginning, you said, you said some, somebody about, uh, the engineering stuff. Yeah. And I was thinking Shane and, uh, because Shane's a great guy. I've been on Jay Hill's, I've been on, uh, Jay Hill's show a couple of times and, uh, I love Jay. Jay's a great guy. He's a good person. He, he is. Really he is. is they a do a person. they do a great show. We carry them too because, like I said, yeah. I told Shane, "Hey, we'll carry you. I'll throw your videos over on a page, and mm-hmm. they got their own page. It's basically what you're doing. Same crap. I just don't want to do the whole have everybody's live stream because I too much to manage, man. I'm doing yeah. way too much. I'm I am I am doing this, <laughs> which I'm getting paid to do it because I got paid sponsors now, which is still fun. Yeah. Folks, don't get me wrong. It's a lot of fun. I love talking, as you can tell. Love doing the show. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm running Kalamazoo Ghostbusters. And I'm also okay. running the Great Lakes Ghostbuster Coalition, which is 15 other groups in the state of Michigan. So that's about oh, wow. 200 people. It's like herding cats. 
sometimes. It's like herding all these personalities. <laughs> so I'm doing all this volunteer stuff. I'm also a Mason and I'm just doing tons of things. Oh, that's know? funny. And my son's my son's name is Mason. Oh, well, he's a Mason to become a Mason. <laughs> he wants to be a Mason. Hi, I'm Mason and I'm a Mason. Mason yeah. Mason. Yeah, my son's uh my son's 21 years old, turning 22 in May, and uh his cool. name is Mason. Uh, that's funny. Man, that's funny. There's that a old. there's definitely some things going on here that I'm trying to figure out what's going on. It's like we should I like I feel like I've known you for years. You too, because my oldest son just turned 30. So yeah, I had, I've had four kids. I've cool. got a ton of grandkids. I'm I'm happy. I'm a blessed guy. I'm very blessed. Oh, well, guy. there you go then. I have no well, grandkids. Brian, I don't sure. want any grandkids right now. He's only 21. Yeah, so. hold off for a while. Um, <laughs> but it's been great to have you on. I'd yeah, love to I'd you. love to have you on for a discussion where we really dig into some of that negativity stuff because I think it's worth I don't like to like dwell on it, but it's still worth mentioning to people that they hear from us and that mm. our experience and you know, some I of agree. that stuff, you know, that whole Robert Reggie thing. Oh my God. Oh, you know, God. I was fooled too. And then me and <laughs> me and turn, I saw her talking and, and I don't mind saying a guy's name, you know, Hey, come sue me, whatever. Uh, you well, know, he's, uh, I think he's deleted his Facebook. I think he's gone. Oh my God. And, uh, we had Kenny on through the lens and we went through all his stuff that he found. He found, uh, uh, out about about Robert Reggie and it's it's a really really unfortunate thing but to be perfectly honest I lost whether he lied about the medium and the the Ted Bundy where I lost respect for the guy and honestly this guy deserves to be in jail for a lot longer than what the what he did stealing three hundred and ten thousand dollars from a woman that was in a wheelchair is absolutely you got to be the lowest form of life yeah to well, do something like that i i just just thought of parent and we'll leave it with this just off yeah folks you know uh just off that paranormal brew you know podcast and you know I, that's the one thing that didn't sit right with me i carried on with the interview I tried talking to him afterwards, and then when he was on with her, I also tried to be nice. But at the same time, there were you look for language mm. when when somebody says they have a career, whether it be law enforcement, forensic, psychology, anything. Listen, you're speaking to ex law enforcement security guy right here. So mm. I will tell you that there's certain language you look for, and when I don't hear somebody speak well, and they're describing certain things, or you're telling me crap about Ted Bunny, and if any of that were true, which I didn't believe one single line of it. Mm. What are you, you going to do, man? What are you going to do? Can't. It's can't. dude. Come on. I, I ran into a phony one time. Well, I know we're getting towards the end of the show. Yeah. I ran yeah. into a phony one time, Brian. Um, and his name was Andrew Beckham. Not, not, not the soccer player. Okay. So this, this a-hole, we ran into That's him in 2009 familiar. in, uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Okay. Next thing I know, he's telling people in there that, well, I was I was in the John Wayne Gacy house. He's got his leg up on the chair. He's the the actor thing you're talking about. Well, mm. we found out he was an actor. I didn't yeah. believe him from the start because, like, there's no way you're in John Wayne Gacy's house because they tore it down immediately after. So when when were you in there? You're younger <laughs> than me. When were you in there? So there were other things that line up. So he eventually comes to my town and does an event at Henderson Castle, my place. I'm on the road going to an event. I get a phone call. He's coming to town. He's got a new TV show on A&E, and uh, he's going to be filming at Henderson Castle. And I'm like, 
does he? Does he though? <laughs> so I went looking and my wife went looking and we, just like you said, we exposed the guy. He didn't yeah. have a real paranormal team that he was showing at this, this thing. And these guys go to these cons and they dupe people and they live off people because it's mm. anybody buys their shit, they're making money. And so I exposed him. So we went and did the event. I caught him out back drinking. My group mm. ended up taking over the event. One of these people that I love dearly was there running with him and Keith Age. And I'm like, Keith and the other person, like, what are you doing? What are you doing with this guy? Go, well, we paid for the event. He owes us money. And so the next thing I know, I got a letter from a bunch of groups in the Midwest that uh, we hear that you had a run-in with him. And I was like, well, we did. We finished the event tonight. I told him never to come back to Kalamazoo, uh, short of a fist fight. Mm. Uh, you know, and he was wanted by different constabularies in these states for taking money and running away with them, planning events and not showing up to the events, but wouldn't wouldn't return anybody's money. Uh, for ticket prices. well there is a Crazy. story about there is a story uh maybe we can get into it another time there is a story about the vegas show that just happened yeah yeah oh boy it's good i like these kind of stories <laughs> we we're just trying to, to keep people together. safe man we're just trying to keep you <laughs> we safe we need folks. to do something together dan i'm telling you right now we need to do something together because i have so much i can say I but know. I just, Jesus very Christ. Careful. Me too. Yeah. I mean, about the pirate hookers too. And I want Elmer on that show. Yeah. Jesus. That'd be great. That'd be a great show. What do you think, Elmer? Just us. Just. Uh, I think. I know. Like, do you really want that? Because you're going to have to put like a rated R for that show because, you know, <laughs> the redneck will come out. And let me just say, I have a lot to say about yeah. psychic Mothman and, um, you, you know, pirate hookers and, you know, people mm -hmm. who want to be celebrities who, yeah, yeah, oh, no. I've got so much to say. And I say names, you know, they could probably sue me for libel, but I would just tell people the truth. And you can't sue me when I'm telling the truth because exactly. it's out there. It's yeah. in print. If I see Rick Wade promoting another event, I'm going to go shoot myself in the foot, too. Another guy who I know things. Oh my about. god, I haven't heard that name in fucking forever. Uh, and he's still out there doing <laughs> paranormal events, and people are like, Dan, are you coming to this? Like, no. And 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 I I know we're on the air right now, but I just try to tell people, listen, there's things I know. And if I were to tell you the things I know, you would be like, No, come on. Because you could think I'm a liar, I'm full of poop too. I'm yeah. just telling you, man. I'm telling you, I I know some things about him. He uh, the person that was in Bob Penny's group. Elmer knows this person, stole a bunch of stuff from Bob and then ran off to Gettysburg and did a bunch of filming with Rick and then stole a bunch of money from Bob too and then came back and then I don't know what to tell you from here and there. It's just these people. I can't even there's, get Bob to do a damn show. How could he get money from him? Brian, there's people in the, there's people in this paranormal <laughs> thing that just make me want to pull. If I had hair left, I'm bald like you. I, I'd pull it yeah. out. I, you know, you know, it's funny. I said I this no the head. other day. I absolutely love this industry. I love everything I, about I it. I do too. I have a passion for it, but at the same time, I hate it. Me too. Same with Ghostbusters. I love doing things with the community and people, but then there's times I just hate people. They're just yeah. terrible. People yeah. are rotten. Well, I, know, I never hate people. Uh, that's uh, probably true. Uh, it's just it's this the the drama. Like I've ne like if you say something. In a matter of 20 minutes, everybody knows about it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. It's I'm like sure I've I'll never seen something travel names. so fast. Yeah, I'll get <laughs> I'll get feedback from mentioning names tonight. And, you know, I've reached a point I don't care. 
I have, I, you know, bigger, badder fish have tried to take me down and good luck. You know, yeah, I stand yeah. tall through the gla- the grass and I keep, keep walking. You know, I'm not going to go. stop. You guys are not going to love it. Silence I love it. my voice. I love it's it, Dan. Just, I love just, everything. Come about on, it. man. Yeah. We never got to talk about those pictures I sent you though. We'll talk about it. We, we don't have to close it out yet. I got the time. pictures that I sent to you that you, that I told you they look like animals. Yeah. was a dog. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's yeah. talk about that. I'm, I'm in a weird place. Cause I have to, the questions I would ask, I think you would ask too, is like, yeah. you know, weather yeah. indoors, is there moistures or heater going all that? It was stuff. indoors. It was in a, it was an indoor. I actually have another picture. Okay. So basically what this is, it's a Lego store. If you know what, obviously you know what yeah. Legos are, right? It's yeah. just Lego store. He sells nothing but Legos. So he was in one store. I have the picture. I'm going to send it to you. It's really, really super cool. So it's basically, you can see the legs and you can see the torso, but there's no head. And it was captured on security camera. Yeah. Yeah. In the middle of the day, nobody's there. The store was closed. Okay. So I did an investigation there that it's on Paraflix right now. And you can actually see if you watch it on Paraflix, it's the Lego store. Yeah, watch that's the video. We actually right. show the picture in the video yeah. of the the torso, the legs, and no nothing up here. So he actually moved the store. He closed that store and moved somewhere down the street because well, of now that. he's getting activity in this store. But did he? So move that's be- what the store. It was captured. It was the second store that he captured. What looks like to be a person reaching for something in the store and then it looks like a dog a spirit of a dog now what you know that one to i know, saw that one i i did think you're on i could see it yeah yeah i could yeah. definitely see that. so now what people have to remember um listening now is this town is the main town where the war of 1812 happened oh so there were over ten thousand people killed in this town okay so this whole Americans. street. Wait, what? What's that? I said stinking Americans. Yeah, stinking Americans. Yeah. <laughs> well, stinking British too. They oh, yeah. yeah. Do yeah. what they were doing. But anyways, um, this whole street, I've done four stores on the street investigations. All of them are experiencing activity. I was even choked at one. At See, I was going to ask you that about what the history was of all the buildings, which would lend to ghostly activity. Obviously. Yes. Now, it doesn't always have to be that way, though, folks. No, no, just, no, 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 no. Out there, but, no, 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 no. But this but is like battle and death. Yeah. But originally on this corner where these four stores were, there used to be a whole an old hotel that got burnt down. Somebody set it on fire and it got burnt down and six people were killed. So we're actually thinking one of the people that was in the Lager store that was captured on security camera is one of the women that were killed in the store. It's a young girl, actually. Yeah. So, but um, there's so much history in this town. The town is actually called Grimsby, which is uh, probably about 45 minutes away from the border of uh, Canada and the States. So it is the main area where the War of 1812 happened. So there's a lot going on in this town, a lot going on in this town. And every store, there's got to be 100 stores on the main street, and every single store is experiencing something. I could do 14 seasons of on Paraflix of this whole street because every store is experiencing something. 
and there's got to be a hundred stores on the street. Yeah, and that and like I said, it's a troubling history. You know, that's why Gettysburg, I think, has so much yeah. because of that war. Yeah. You know, and same with you guys. You know, there's so much death and destruction, and people dying instantly. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. just minding their biz. You know, if the person's, and and it could. I always wonder. You know, looking at the photos that you shared with me too, how much might be a residual action, where the you know the climate and everything just it has to be lined up. Mm. And then we just happen to witness this stuff. I, and I'm amazed yeah. by that process too. Because If you watch the video um, in my first season at the Lego store, you will actually, I believe the picture is actually shown in the video. And it's really, really super cool. And and the thing is, what, what I don't want to use this, what kills us about this is that you just see the legs and the torso and nothing is there up here. And it's, that's a ghostly it's, description. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, 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 really cool. Yeah. But uh, in the second, I believe it's the, uh, that's the third episode. The second episode is the salon that we did, and I was choked in that salon. So I literally consider, you can actually see me, my voice changes. I start, or I start coughing, my voice changes, and I actually get choked. And we had to stop filming for about 15 minutes. Uh, because I couldn't breathe. I I'm felt like I was losing everything inside me. I'm going to have to get you a leather collar from Wish or something. <laughs> that, that, so you don't get choked when you're on these Wish. damn investigations, Oh, my Brian. God. What's Wish. going on? Oh, that's funny. That's <laughs> hilarious. You know but, some uh, people pay for that, right? Yeah. Well, I know. But, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. The touching thing is weird in itself. I'm with you. Man. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, been... Well, you know, and that's what I said at the beginning at, uh, I know a lot of people when they experience touching, uh, it's usually a cold feeling, but when I told the story at the beginning of the show, it was a warm feeling. It was a very loving feeling. It was something, it was something completely different from what people have always said. And, and I always find it really interesting, um, that, I don't, you don't hear many stories about people feeling warm when they're touched. No, I mean, on my head, I can't say that I felt cold because that's happened a lot. If I have my hat off. Yeah. And I don't feel it any other time other than when I've been out investigating. And yeah. there's a fascination with bald heads because there's other guys in my group who've been bald or I've, yeah. Yeah, I've been with other teams. The same things happen. But yeah, that cold thing, like grabbing my forearm or... Yeah. Uh, I've, I felt somebody tug on my ear one time and it was ice cold and literally kind of pulled it hard enough that it kind of caused a little pain. Uh, and it was just like a little tug, like your grandma would give yeah. you when she wanted your attention. So yeah. I've, I've experienced those in cold spots that have moved around have been really weird uh, business too. Um, but as, as I said, you know, I've, I'd take another look at them and I love those pictures and you just, you just now answered all my questions being, you know, the history of the area. Yeah, And I wanted to identify to people, too, that earlier when you were talking about certain areas and being outside, I do a lot of research on ground activity, too, is, you know, geological uh, okay. research, if I can, because yeah. I'm always aware if there's underground water, if there's quartz, if there's lime, all the all the factors that are, con you know, conductors for any of this type of activity, because activity, I didn't mean to say activity. I know Again, what you meant, though. Rest, it's all good. You can mute that out. <laughs> man um we know what dan so, has on his mind tonight i do yeah, yeah, well, that's okay yeah. we're guys um all the activity you know that happens with that stuff i think there's always a connection because you would want to again connect it to 
energy. You want to connect yeah. it to, you know, um, vibration. Um, having people understand that everything around you is act, is active and moving, you know, molecules and the ions are going, they're going hundred yeah. miles an hour. And that's what I said earlier. What I found so interesting about the UK, as soon as I stepped off the plane, it was a completely different oh, energy yeah. that I felt that I've never, ever experienced that. And my concern was coming back to Canada, what I was getting in, in the UK that I'm not going to get here in Canada. I'm not going to have those same um, abilities like I did in the States, but I have yet to be out in an investigation since I've been back. So I will be out to one next weekend, next Saturday at White Hill Mansion. So uh, I will see what happens there. But um, UK, man, you got to go. You got to go. Well, you got to go. Are, it's it's cool. I will. I will. I'll make time. Uh, those of you that are listening to the program, I, you've heard the ad. I'm going to remind everybody about it. Um, we've got two different things coming up um, here uh, very shortly. So uh, I believe in June... I want to make sure, let me get the information pulled up so that I, I don't give everybody the wrong response. So why I'm doing that, I'm going to tell you about Ghostorama. August 20th, okay, um, we are doing a paranormal meet and greet. Uh, Frank and Fest, there it is. I'm going to pull this up. Um, a paranormal meet and greet slash car show uh, slash Comic-Con uh, entertainment vendors. Uh, we're going to have a blow-up spook house for the kids. It's open to the public. I have attended a paranormal meet and greet in Indianapolis on and off over the last 11, 12 years. Uh, I've been a speaker there. I've been a presenter there. It's been a lot of fun. And what it was is, is a thing that we put together that Brian had talked about earlier was my friend, Danielle Garrison started this in order to form unity among paranormal teams. This is why we have it at a haunted location. I am now doing the same thing up here. Um, and I intend on doing that with this this paranormal <laughs> meet and greet. It's it's mm. a form of unity. I like people to come together, stop fighting, stop worrying about things, just talk, share information. People try to get along. Uh, that's what I'm doing. So I got two Elmers up here on the screaming. There we got them back. So August twentieth, twenty twenty two. It's in Hartford, Michigan. Okay. That's in between Kalamazoo and South Haven. Look it up on your map. We're down here in the mitten. If you're looking at the mitten, we're down over here, way over here. Um, it's going to be a good time. We got live music, uh, $5 per person to take a tour through the museum. That's going to help funds for the museum. We're there to raise a buck for the venue, obviously. Now, Jerry and I are making our dollar. Don't worry. Transparency here. <laughs> um, and then later on, you can pay $20 per person. You can go on a ghost hunt of the Van Buren Poorhouse museum with yours truly um it's a great time i've worked this house for many years about as long as i have the castle maybe a little bit less and uh turn of the century they had a fire uh people were killed in the fire adjacent to this building it's no longer there was the original van buren hospital obviously okay. death and life and then of course there's one recorded murder uh, which we have documentation of we look forward to a grand time it's in august we're looking for good weather Vendors who are interested, uh, it's 35 bucks. You get a 10 by 10 space. We ask you to bring a canopy table and chairs, and you're set to go. You, you do your thing. Sell your wares. I don't care if you're knitting socks for homeless kittens. Whatever you're doing, come here and sell it at this event, okay? <laughs> homeless kittens. Yeah, it happens, you know. <laughs> or stained glass vaginas, whatever you want to sell. And that is a real thing. You think I'm kidding, folks. That is, it's, Elmer knows the story. 
<laughs> uh, that person will be selling those items at Frankenfest. So here's the other events I want to tell you about. Okay, Lansing, June 25th, 2025. This is Frankenfest, and we are at the Turner Dodge House. So those of you that would like to come, we'd love to see you. It's uh, open to the public. Again, Jerry and I put on a great show. Um, it's themed around classic monsters, Frankenstein's monster. And uh, Frankie will be up top saying hi to everybody on the balcony. Uh, great property. It's on the river in East Lansing, you know, where Michigan State University is. Um, other than that, other than that, it's a great event. Uh, yours truly will be giving a lecture as well. Unrestricted Radio, who I work with very closely, unrestrictedradio.com will be there with Stacy Lee. Uh, she will be playing some, you know, punk rock, whatever they play on that network, including our show, uh, will be there and just a good time. Uh, we're also doing another one in Detroit, second year to September 7th. Okay, hear me, September 7th, 2022. Um, and that is at Fort Wayne in Detroit. Very haunted location. Very cool. And we're right across the river from Canada. Mm. Yeah. So, Canada. like, uh, get your family. Get them together. Take them out here. You can go see this here next to Canada. Eh? And now uh, we're oh, so you were you were attempting a Canadian. Accent, I was trying. Right? I can't. Do yeah, that. God I, bless you. I can't do it. <laughs> you know I, what I used to love is when we we did a uh, we did a uh, I was in a, a group called Sing Out Kalamazoo and we did a tour. I stayed with a family who was in Menominee, Illinois, but they were from Canada originally. Okay. And I used okay. to laugh at how the the dad and the son used to say their O's. Oh really. Yeah, a boat. Oh, really? Yeah, a boat. And <laughs> a I'm boat. a Red Green fan, fan from way back. Okay. I love about, Red Green. About. I love Canada. I love Canada, yeah. man. Don't I get love me Canada, wrong. too. Brian, this has been a laugh fest, and it's been fun and interesting, and I'm sure we didn't get to half the stuff we could probably talk about. Yeah, for sure. You'll come back, right? Yep. I didn't, I didn't scare you off. All you need to do is reach out, and um, I'm there for you. See, there it is. Reach out. Say it again. Reach out, reach out, and reach out. I'm there for you. Yeah. Anytime. We will have them on. Uh, tell everybody again where they can find all of your amazing things and work. Okay. So Huntophobia is my main brand name for Paraflex. So you can find me on Paraflex. You can find Huntophobia on Facebook. You can find it on Twitter. You can find it on Instagram. You can find it on YouTube. YouTube is where my videos I'm going to have a video coming out soon for a second a second part um if you want you can go to ios or android and download power post network where it's everything under the umbrella of the paranormal it's free you're not charged anything to join the site you can also find power post network facebook page so if you have a podcast you do live investigations and you want another page to stream to come on over to Parapost facebook or yes Parapost network central facebook page and you can put your podcast or your live investigations up there. So that's wherever. And also one more thing, and I never talked about it. Every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern time, I do a show called Through the Lens with Lex, who's out of the UK. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, maybe not I'll this Sunday. Though. Maybe I'll get an invite to be on the show sometime. I yeah, I'm thinking about it. But I'm not waiting. this Sunday, though. Not this I'm Sunday, because I'm, I'm going to be at the White Hill Mansion. All right. Well, yeah, you got to focus on that for sure. Yeah. Brian, thank you uh, for taking time out of your evening thank to you. be with us and just talk crazy and whatnot. I try to keep it loose, as you I can see it. on the show. I, I don't like to show, be man. all, I don't like scripts. I hate yeah, scripts. Yeah, I love your show, man. I love it. 
Oh, do you? Well, I'd like yeah, to hear that. I yeah. I appreciate that. Would you please come back soon? I'm like, soon. Let me I know will. when you have an open night and yep. we will have a discussion. Um, and we will talk about all this crazy stuff going on and, you know, items we like, things we don't like, uh, tools that we can use, other tools. Oh, I still think I our best so tool is our body. I, I yep. tell that of everybody right off the bat. But, uh, yep, and you've been a sure. joy to, to have on. I was a little worried, I think, at first. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I had kind of a perception that you were going to be, I don't know. Does that make, I don't know. I just had. What a was your feeling. perception? Be honest. What was your perception? My perception was, I'm not sure if you would take anything I do or my show serious. Really? I don't know why. I no, just get like that never. once in a while. Never. You know, before StreamYard like, kicked You're... me off again, I personally didn't give a crap. <laughs> you never do. He never does. No, no, no. I think you have a great show. And anytime I talk about the paranormal, obviously I have a passion for it. But at the same time, I like to have fun as well. And um, I'm I'm very easygoing, laid back kind of guy that does a lot of things don't phase me anymore because I've seen way too much. So I will uh I will definitely get with you and have you on the big dog show as well. Great. Um, I think we can cut it up. I think we could talk about a lot of other things that we, we appreciate. You know, sure. it's all about boobs, beer, and, you know, America and in Canada. Because <laughs> I, I support Canada, too. Well, you I should. Mean, Everybody Not should. only do we have a crazy person running our country, you know, I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Don't even there get it is. started with that. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. How do you end the show? You, oh. insult, the, you insult the guests. And uh, and then this prime minister or president or whatever. Yeah, oh God! I don't, don't even get me started about Justin oh, Trudeau. God. Hey, their God. politicians are a hell of a lot cooler than ours. I mean, oh, <laughs> that's you paranormal. notice nobody wants to take a selfie with them anymore, right? That's paranormal <laughs> in itself, man. Yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna head out. Aaron, we're take it out. Um, screw you, Streamyard. <laughs> You keep kicking me off one more mother time. I swear to God, I'm going to go find out where your headquarters is and I'm going to take a crap around it. Oh, is that shit going to work now? Okay, keep your eyes to the sky. And happy haunting. And folks, you know what? If you can't be kinder and smarter, just be quieter. Okay, seriously. 